Morning Sickness, 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, creepy Big Dick Toledo. And, uh, yeah, just looking with Brett here as he had the TVs on. Uh, Buckeye, West Valley, surprise. Jesus, we didn't get that over here. Eric, I'd go out there and hand out some cards. The yellow yeah. team, man. There's houses. <laughs> Yellowteam.com. Wow. Need a new house. I, uh, sorry. Well, they're not listening right now. I can't imagine they're going to. Let's pop on the comedy fun they're show. They're in high and, school uh, right now. Yeah, they're, they? they're not having fun. That that was brutal. And I told Brett, too, when you can actually see wind, because that tree that snaps on that video that's on the, on the Internet is not like dust. You just all of a sudden see the the wind go whoomph, and move the tree. It's like, whoa, they got hammered that microburst thing's a real deal we still have and i didn't even know this happened by my house because i was at dinner monday night the uh street lights at bethany and 51 were pulled out of the ground wow so i don't know when or how that occurs but man that was mighty close so yeah feeling for you out there that's not cool buckeye has just been trounced this monsoon season too so eric has a, a real estate business he calls his wife and uh Hang out in Buckeye. Bunch of you folks out there in Buckeye, Eric, you're going to make hundreds. Get get that insurance check. Get set up a house stand. <laughs> Eric, you're, you're going to be well into the, the three figures, my friend. Yes. Selling houses out there. You can save a people a lot of money by just picking up the debris and starting new houses there. That's just brutal. I, I couldn't believe that. I didn't think that storm last night was even remotely that bad, but little pockets. Depends on where you were. Yeah, the microbursts are just sitting on top of houses. It can be such a small, concentrated area. There I was going, oh, we're getting a nice rainstorm. That's lovely. Mm, lightning. I was. I had no idea. So, uh, that was definitely man. the most uh, dust. I mean, it got dark. You got dirty. Quick, yeah. yeah, we didn't get that. I just got a little little wind, and then the rain came through and got some lightning. It was fine. But, man, I'm kind of protected by the bumps, I think, between Camelback and Squaw Peak. I only get the swirls, so I don't get the big hits. Got a couple of good storms. But evidently, a microburst will pop down every once in a while and take out the streetlights. Uh, so sorry about that, West Valley. You're digging out of that mess this morning. A lot of stuff going on out there. Most of us on the uh, center and east doing, you know, regular old storm. But if you're in the West Valley, be careful because evidently there's gigantic trees that took a beating. Brutal. It's been a, it's been a hell of a monsoon. We haven't had a lot of storms, but the ones we've had are not effing around. Coming at us, good and strong. There I was, fat and happy in the house. Got two TVs going, watching the Cubs on one, a little football on the other. And recognizing that uh, no one knows, including Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels, and Terry McCauley, the ref, what the hell is going to happen? I loved uh, the the rules that they're like, okay, close enough, uh, throw it. And that's preseason. They're like, there's our new rule right there. And Chris Collinsworth just goes, I don't know what that was. <laughs> and he's, he's indignant about the whole game now. Well, that isn't how you play football. So, uh... If this is how it's going to be in the regular season, which Terry McCauley, the ref who's retired and now in the NBC booth, said, I think the he doesn't even know for real. I think the refs were just told to throw flags tonight because just get used to throwing them on stuff and kind of learn what's right and what's wrong after it's preseason for them too. Man, there was a couple of them. One guy actually was looking up when he made the tackle. Like he looked up and just missed. I think it was, the, I forget, it was late in the game, a guy for the Ravens, but he didn't want to get hit. The running back kind of dropped down, and the guy looked straight up, and then the running back just kind of walked around. It was like, oh, the, the poor players. I and mean, this is pathetic. I noticed they skipped the anthem. Did they? Did NBC skip the anthem? Yeah, no uh, mention good. of it. Good I, and double there, good. There has to be a uh, something going on there, a little collusion between the channels. And it has to be. The like, NFL. Or they're just like, we're sick of it, too. Right. Don't even show it. I don't even care. But, yeah, so maybe. Uh, yeah, if, I, if they just, yeah, if they never show it. We won't care. No problem. We won't. Care. We don't care. I know there's. I know there are people out there who are like you know the thing that's being kneeled about is a real thing. 
But uh, again, you can't deny the fact that the majority of people watching football don't care. They don't want to watch the anthem. They're not watching for the anthem. They're there for the kickoff. They're there for the game. We're there for the game. And to, you know, protest all you want, so long as we don't know it's happening. Yeah, you can't protest if it's not on TV. Then you're going to have to find a new way to protest. If they keep covering it, it becomes a problem. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, it's preseason. It's that Hall of Fame game, which, you know, we were just talking about off air. I don't even know why they still play that thing. You should just go out and ceremonially run a practice or something. Like the Steelers do this uh, Friday Night Lights thing. First week, uh, they're done with camp. They run over to a high school and let all the fans fill the, the stadium, and they run all their drills, and, and they do a little scrimmage in football under the lights, and everybody loses their mind, and nobody gets hurt and everything else. Like, this you get excited person. to see it. Oh. You know, as a Bears fan, I was excited, and then about two minutes into the first quarter, I'm like, all right. I don't know what's going to happen. Not going to make the team. Not going to make the team. Not going to make the team. And yeah. it's the first quarter. Like None of these guys are going to be here in two Holy weeks. Scrubs. Yeah, this is a <laughs> Five preseason games, that first one is bad. But yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned that the referees don't seem to know the rule that's coming. And the players certainly aren't sure. I mean, they, they made that clear with the Eagles and referees uh, sitting down a week ago and watching games together, and neither of them knew the rule. And the Eagle player, I forget who it was, came out and said, I think both sides walked out of this a whole lot more confused than we went in. So now we don't know what anybody is because they're saying, that would have been a flag last year, and a couple other refs are like, no, it wouldn't. And they started to argue. So last night's game was a Maybe there'll be test. some uh, additional picking up flags this year then. Well, that's if just going to delay. Around. Then, oh, you, then you're going to have game. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't care if they change the rule. Just be, it has to be a succinct rule or otherwise we're going to have meetings and reviews. And that's the thing I hate more and more. And last night, NBC displayed their new thing. It's, it took super slow-mo to a new level, which will make it so you can analyze a hit so much more, which is going to make people... More worried that head-to-head contact is constant and avoidable. He nicked the face look, mask there. At that speed, idiot. Like the one call that got made last night, a guy was getting tackled, and he started, and the other guy starts to tackle, and they bumped heads. And he was he was going to tackle him, and then the tackle started to happen from another angle. So he had to assume the other guy was going to take him down. And basically what Terry McCauley said there was, well, uh, eventually the goal is to eliminate gang tackles when the play is essentially over. Well, what does that mean? Good luck with that. Yeah, unless you're in slow motion, you can't tell when something's... So basically... It's stepping up uh, forward progress, kind of. Uh, no, it's basically so guys can break tackles while another guy stands and waits. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to increase offense. It's going to increase points. And I think that's essentially what they want is less defense and more scoring because new fans like points. That's been working out pretty good. Yeah, it has. New, new, but fans, traditional fans, who are there are more of than new fans. I don't think like, you know, 60 points and bad tackling. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm one who's like, all right, if the defense is this unimportant, let's just have a skills contest on offense. it be interesting to see how many flags in the last five years, like how it's, if it's fluctuated well, or does it just keep increasing? The rules got better. The, the thing that has increased, whether it's been flags or not, because it was, I think they said it was 11 a game on average, and it jumped up to 15. In the last couple of years. Yeah, when you keep adding rules, yeah, exactly. you're going to get more flags. You get more penalties. But what has increased is time under that stupid the shelter and, uh, and referee meetings. And the games have lasted longer. So they got a, they got a problem. The NFL's got a big problem with their product. Way above and beyond this controversy with anthems and protesting and stuff. The thing on the field isn't very good right now. And it has a lot to do with the fact that I still I said it years ago. I'm like, oh, good. Uh, HD and super slow-mo is going to wreck football. I love watching it, but it's going to wreck it because what's a catch is now going to be able, you're going to analyze whether or not the, the threads of the ball 
were scooting around in a guy's hand and you've got 48 cameras on it, it's going to make everybody go, it was moving, it was moving. And the ball Five is, stitches clearly yeah, moved. Yeah, exactly. And it, it moving in his hand, it's like, well, yeah, come on. It, he caught it. Yeah, but it was still kind of spinning just a little in super slow-mo. Well, his feet weren't quite dragging. It's like, okay, this is not the game you watch. This you just is- think about it. You imagine back then when plays were called, when guys were blatantly out of bounds. Yep. No, Can't review. Live with it. it. Live with it, boys. Score. Human error is part of the game, too. I mean, some of the greatest plays in the history of football are, we're not sure. I mean, the immaculate reception is, did Tatum touch it first? Frenchie Fuqua touched yeah, it with first. The new technology. Was that a dead ball? And you still, because the cameras are so old and there's only two angles of the whole thing, and the, and the cameraman never got a shot of the ground. You don't know if Franco caught it, but it's football lore. It's one of the greatest things ever that still gets argued about. It's 47 years old. What are you going to do? And neither of those teams won the Super Bowl. They went on next week, the Steelers went on and got beat up by the Dolphins. And the Dolphins' undefeated season. That happens to be the same season. So it's like, who cares in the end? But. It's still something debated in a game that essentially was just, well, as a playoff game, moved on. It would be like if people still went nuts over, you know, Marcus Mariota uh, and his pass to himself against the Chiefs. Neither team mattered in the end, but we had overanalyzed everything. We're going to need a courtroom to watch a football game. Well, that's true for a couple of reasons. Uh, But, I mean, Jesus, they analyze every single play. And NBC's new slow-mo, by the way, it's awesome. It's absolute. But you can see a dude's shoelaces. Like moving in slow motion, like there's no blur. It, it, they they broke it out late in the game. Is that UHD? I don't know what. And it's a new HD, some sort of like seven K. Uh, slow mo guys on I don't know. Uh, YouTube. It's Doppler nine million. It actually analyzes the weather around the player. Imagine the bone breaks in that. That's what I want to see, to be honest. Like if you can get super slow mo and watch this dude's legs, like if Napoleon McCallum's the knee was in this. Moment of here's where it's buckle. slow, like fingers crossed. Ah. No, 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 no. And, but I want Dr. Pimple Popper all over that. That would be pretty awesome. Watch Cottage Cheese Knee come out in super slow mo. <laughs> Trip came up to me yesterday and he goes, You! He looks angry. And I'm like, What I do? I had to sit and listen to you talking about that guy's knee and that girl's boobs and trash can stink first thing in the morning. I'm like, yep. And then I went back to sleep and I started to dream about yelling at you, calling you into the office, stop playing all that, I'm getting sick. And I started laughing hysterically. And then I said, you know what, though, Trip, was really cool is. Whenever these drain, it smells like rotten trash. Sometimes it smells like mold, depending on what color that comes out of this. Uh, realize she's got a flavor palette. Now, yeah, she's got Bob Bob uh, Vila's. Yeah. What was his name? Bob Ross's Bob little. Bob Ross. His lizard crimson coming out of this puzzle. This pustule's filled with. Here's a happy little ward. Halo blue. Got a happy little sore over here. She looks like the moon. It's pretty great. So uh, yeah, we're very happy with. Uh, with the fact that Tripp was puking in his bed yesterday. I, I take great pride in that. Great pride. Now, if only we had super slow-mo to see the pus ooze out of that lady just a little slower. It would have been fantastic. Uh, I do have to say uh, that if... Uh, we'll t- oh, I was going to say this, too. Terry McCauley came on the end of the thing last night. He was wearing a ton of makeup. And it was obvious. Uh, NBC, and, and even Al Michaels goes... And I think he had to do it himself, because Al Michaels goes, he's going to join us all year long. He's the uh, former referee in the NFL, Terry McC- he goes, wow, he said, not, you didn't ever wear makeup on the field, did you? And he goes, no, it's a new thing for me. And I swear to God, it was just borderline 
Like you could see the clown uh, red. It was awful, and I started laughing. Like, well, it's not his fault. It's no, the makeup. Well, that's what I think he did it himself because really, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't. Th- I think Terry just got dabbed, and then because a lot of the times what you've done uh, like TV and stuff, where they'll they'll dab you for stuff, but they give you the stuff to put on just to keep glare away. As a guy, they're like, you don't have to put makeup on. It's just a powder. It's usually it's not. They say it's makeup, but it's just a the overpowdered a little it powder. Flattens, it flattens the glare. Right. Yeah. But this dude was. Was kooky clown colors, and Al Michaels would normally you'd be like, "Well, uh, Terry, you're going to be in the booth for a while." You just kind of look over at Chris Collins, but I don't know what this guy's face is doing, and uh, and and he had to mention it because he's on camera, and everyone would have noticed. So on the heels of that, because I'm laughing hysterically, I'm like, "This this poor bastard, they're going to have to get him a lady and go look. That was you looked really weird up there." Um, sorry, it's the first game. They got to sure, sure. It's yeah, still the preseason for the, the makeup kinks. lady too. But then yesterday, as that's happening... That's I'm, probably part of the initiation. I'm reading a story about Seth Rogen apologizing for his new movie. He's got a new movie called Good Boys. He's already apologizing? Got to it's apologize. Not, not out yet. Not even done filming it yet. But he's apologizing. Jesus. Because people are all over him. Man, he had a stand... He's got a little kid on the set who's a little a chubby African-American boy. Uh, and he's named uh, Keith L. Williams. He's a, a black kid. Got a big afro. Like comedies are in trouble. This is big time trouble. So Seth Rogen had to come out and seriously apologize because as they were doing a lighting change to get it right and it, the kid wasn't there, they used a stand-in. But in order to, and it was a black kid they used as his stand-in. He's hired to be there when Keith Williams isn't there to do shots of him to look like him if they're doing, you know, you know background stuff or whatever. And just, you know, almost like having a stuntman, but it's just basically when Keith isn't on set, this kid's always ready. Uh, for background shots or things from behind or things they can do like that where it looks like he's there but it's not really him. But the kid's a little lighter skin, so they darkened him up. They called it blackface. They went nuts. They made him wear a little bit of a pudgy suit so he'd look a little thicker. And they're like, you can't find another... Here's another thing that white people would have to worry about in this. You can't find another black kid that looks just like that black kid. It's like, well, we get in trouble for saying that all the time. Like, uh, I guess I put a little fat on him because he wasn't as... He's supposed to be that kid. So they put a wig on him. They blackened his skin a little, darkened it. Not, you know, blackface, but they're saying, the headline says, Seth Rogen apologizes for use of child star blackface. Now, I'm reading that going, Seth Rogen, what are you thinking? And then you realize he had the kids double, and in order to get the lighting right, they they put, yeah, they up. made him look. They're going to have to do this in every movie. They always have to adjust so stuff. So isn't yeah. that the same as, like, like if an actor has, like when uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt played Bruce Willis and he had to change his nose? Yeah. Is the idea in that case then is like, well, you can't. If you can't find somebody that looks exactly like him, then it's just wrong. They're getting ridiculous. It is. It's out of control. So Seth Rogen gives this. In- Brady, you're getting a phone call or an alarm. Why do you have an alarm set at 6 a.m.? I don't know. I have no idea. Technology. Grandpa's phone. It's just grandpa's phone. Yeah, so he has to apologize for this because his double wasn't an exact match. So I think what they were common came out, like the rapper Common. In this day and age, this kind of stuff is ridiculous. Oh, God. You can't find someone that looks exactly like that. This quote was never appropriate to darken a man's face. Even trying to paint oh, somebody darker God. to fit someone else's look. I mean, what kind of sense does that take? I don't think Common's ever been in a comedy, has he? I don't know. Uh, He's always in the Martin Luther yeah. King movie. Here, here, oh, what, guys, guys. Common, John hold on a second. <laughs> Common nailed it, though, and you can't argue with this. Painting somebody darker? Come on, man. It's 2018. Yep. Gave the current year. I mean, that's a strong army. Lawyers are using that like crazy. So is the kid white? No. That was what I was like. Maybe yeah. he's white and they darken. Nope. He was just a lighter color than the kid in the movie. Uh, it says, if I'm a black person on that set, I'm going to go crazy. I'm offended. And honestly, 
I think a white person should step up and say it isn't appropriate. Should be completely uncomfortable. There should be white and black people standing up when you see BS going on. Get off your slated for theaters in 2019. So like it was like the first day of shooting. (laughs) It's like that kid's not dark enough. Can we darken him up? I thought at first, you know, what if it was a uh, black cutout? You know, like how they hold the oh Brady, the white boards. Brady, please get in trouble too. Brady, Brady, black cutouts. It's it's 2018 and eight months. Yeah, why don't they ever add the I don't months? Know they ever do that. It's like little kids do. <laughs> Seven and three quarters. I mean, it's 2018 and a little over two thirds. Come on, we're closer to 2019. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're almost in 2019. 2018 is almost the past. Most of it is. That's the good news. It'll be all over. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. 2019. It'll be much better. I, and Seth Rogen can't do anything but apologize. I started thinking, what could he have done when people started He has to apologize to keep the movie going, because if he comes out and he goes, oh, was that a problem? Then now, they're, oh, Seth Rogen's racist ways. Canada doesn't know. He probably did, like, try to explain the entire yeah. thing, but all they Explaining publish is, is yeah. all they publish is the apology. When I read Blackface, I'm like, oh, that's a risky move. But did they not see Sausage Party? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the most offensive things you could ever watch in your life towards everything, race, religion. Uh, non-religion, cannibalism, humanity. The sausage party too doesn't come out. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, I want it. I want they that. They stepped into that portal, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's an opening. There's an opening for a second one, but they are perishable, so it has to be like right on the heels of the last one. It was weird. So uh, yeah, so don't if you have that, you can't. Like, couldn't you put an afro on a kid if the hair's not the same, or is that also That's sort of bad? I don't get. They're trying to get the shot right. No makeup. Yeah, no makeup anymore. And watch the watch uh, the acting. Watch us. We'll stop going to the movies. We start seeing these people without so you're makeup. You're just gonna have Halloween is over. When when you do your kind of. your uh, you know your tryout for the movie, you're just gonna have a shade meter. Sorry, sorry. You we're looking for this shade. Well, how offensive is that gonna be when you're like, let's hire Keith L. Williams. He's our star. Yeah. And then we need a stand-in, and you got to just go through and go, not the right color, not which exactly. is totally illegal. Exactly. Not the right color. You're not the right. Well, you got to hire me for my my skills as a stand-in. Your skills are to look just like him, unless you're willing to sign some papers that say we can darken you up. Can't you just put makeup on me? What about no, powder? God no. What about oh. powder? Sean powder was in whiteface. Poor guy. We needed someone who really got hit by lightning to play that role. Nobody wants to see that. That would horrify you. Oh, I've his never... fingers are blown out. He's got no nose. If I've never seen anybody that white. I don't know if there is anybody that can. Can we? I don't know. It's just we've gotten so silly. But again, I remind everyone that when you feel like, you know, the world's gone crazy, Common is here to remind you that it's 2018. End of argument. I watched uh, Court TV the other day, and they had a a big-time murder case on there. The guy said, Your Honor, we don't have any evidence against this guy, but look at him. It's 2018. Ah, case closed. What an argument. Guilty. You gave the current year. Best argument I've ever heard in my life. My job. Oh, and he even threw in, you know, it's not 2010 anymore. Oh, my God, he's right again. Best lawyer ever. Historical facts. Yeah, just remember that. Whenever you're in a pickle, cornered, you're mad about something, but you really don't have any reason to be, throw the year at the person you're talking to. Ooh. Man, that is, that is the mic drop of stupidity. It just tells me you're ignorant. You're ignorant or you're an 18-year-old girl on Facebook? Oh, my God. Really? It's try. All right. 
any reason why you're speeding? It's 2018. Um, I'm late for work. Really? Speed limits still? It's too early. Well, just how it gave the year. Oh, that's true. I didn't thought of that. I'd forgotten what year it was. Thank you for the reminder. John, I agree with Brady. I personally can't wait for 2019 either and reinstalling slavery. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Did Brady See, now that? that's the things you need to apologize. There are <laughs> things that are wrong. Right. My God, man. Now, who is he talking about, though? Because uh, if it's children. I need clarification. I think we need to toughen them up again. We need to go cyclical with that one because, you know, a lot of the, the greatest generation worked since the fifth grade. I, I really and, – and, I mean, you guys have kids. It wouldn't be bad to get a little paycheck every once in a while, have them going like, maybe four hours a day. That'd be real nice. It'd be nice. Dude, Brady, you'd love it if Kirby had to – I got to go to work for a couple hours. No matter what she's doing, it would be nice to have her pulling her weight a little bit better. She off the floor two days in a row? Yep. Two nights in a row. You lock in the door? No. No. She, she, uh, she come she in? She came in once and you uh, booted that was her. it. Yeah. What was the exact wording? She just uh, couldn't get, get to sleep. out! No, from you. Oh, from me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to uh, put your foot you down hard. Who said it? Me. I took her back to bed. Oh, you walked her back in. So you're not coming in here anymore? Did you drop the hammer? Yeah. It's enough. Yep. You're a big girl. No more on my floor. She knows. I All got right. to seed your mama. It's 2018. It's a dead issue. That's right. Never again. Never again, right? There's a storm last night. Yeah, she's done with it. Never again. Didn't wake up during the storm. She's only a year away from exploring her body, too. You don't want that on your floor. Yeah, that's for sure. Not at all. That's disgusting. That's Well, that'll be 2019, 2020. Forget about it. You don't want to know that. Oh, it's got to be rough as a dad. Knowing that eventually she's going to find her button. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all girls do. You got to deal with it. We tease Toledo constantly about his kid wrecking towels. Oh, they're there. You two are going to uh, they're wrecking your towels already? I don't know if it's happening yet, but they're They're, they're exploring their bodies. Constantly hands down the pants. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what? He's Get your hand out of your pants. Found it. <laughs> Dude. It's 2018. Get that into a private area. This is my private area. Shut up, you know what I meant. I'm just on the Xbox. Maybe he's got frustration. Put your hand on the controller. It is frustration. We've been over yeah. this. Get the tell him to put the Xbox down for a that second. Fortnite Go is getting to him. Unclog that thing, because I understand what he's doing. If it wasn't for that goddamn Sega Genesis, I would I would have beat off one third of the amount of times I did. That thing used to drive me crazy. Go back and play some of the games now. You yeah. realize oh, why we did that. Exactly. They're impossible. <laughs> they are. They made them insanely difficult and almost laughed in your face that you couldn't do it. it you had to hand rape yourself. I we played, didn't have save points back then. Oh. You had to start the whole level oh over. Yeah, you had, yeah, these kids get to go yeah. to a level and start over from there. Yeah. Play Contra again. <laughs> I played Contra with the cheat. My 99 <laughs> lives were gone in like one level, two levels. It was ridiculous. Sonic the Hedgehog used to make Sonic me masturbate. Impossible. Okay, once you get past the marble zone, I'm beating it twice just to not kill my family. I don't know what the hell yeah. game makers were thinking back yeah. then. So I love that. So we can tease Toledo. That was the design. His boys. Oh, so Bra difficult. Brady's youngsters a year or two away from finding her button. Eric's kids, you got about five, six years. You're good. She's just mad at British people. She just hates the Brits in a big way. He's a British man right over there. Look they, at him. Yeah. Look at him. She only likes female Brits. She likes Hermione. Oh, oh yeah. Hermione. Really? Oh. All right. Does she say when she meets Hermione, does she? Hello, world. My name's Kaylin, and I am Kaylin. 
I like that it sounds like she's being strangled. But so friendly. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> oh, where are my name? Kaylin. Kaylin. Anyway, uh, it's 6.09. Sorry to bring it to you, Brady, but I'm glad you got her off the floor because there would have been nothing worse than having her on the floor discovering herself. Right in front of you. Imagine that, Toledo. You let your boy sleep in your room that long. Eventually, it just rolled over. Your eyes would open. You'd have seen that slow tug experiment. Or what about the shrapnel that could have happened? Oh, yeah. What is that? You don't know what he's got down there. That loaded weapon could go off. Turn the sprinklers on. This is great for Brady. It's the weekend, man. Yeah. Yeah, Bedroom to yourself again. All right. Friday night. There's going to be some earthquake. (laughs) Get it on. Why don't you say that to Ronnie? No, the kid's going to stop us with earthquake. You want him to turn black? Yeah. Well, because that's authoritative. Kind of, you know, street cred kind of thing going on. Instead of just, would you be interested in sexual ca- encounter with me? <laughs> I've got a little ass, bitch! you my bottom bitch. Brady, I've never seen you this way. You ain't never seen me without a baby sleeping next to me on the floor. Brady T. I think the makeup is inappropriate and you should apologize. <laughs> Uh, it's 610. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll start off Friday together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Whenever these drain, it smells like rotten trash. Smells Sometimes it smells like mold, depending on what color that comes out of this. We fight for the king of burgers. Sometimes it smells like mold, depending on what color that comes out of this. Can't get enough of that. Just can't get enough. Depending on the color. I think I got. I think I, I read most of this guy's emails. Patrick guy's like, Brady, I need to talk to you as a father of three. You as a father of one. His three-year-old kept coming out of the room the other night to complain that he was thinking there were monsters and stuff. But his wife was out of town, so he was trying to play super mega baseball. I said, maybe Brady, if you took, <laughs> he was getting frustrated with his son. He said it made him a better parent. But as he was trying to play super mega baseball, he's the first time the kid comes out, he pauses it. He's like, look, buddy, no monsters. Everything's cool. Let's go to bed. Knock it off. Love you. See you in the morning. A few minutes later, playing Super Mega Baseball still. Kid comes wandering on the hall going, no, there's still there's monsters. He's like, look, there are no monsters, and I want to see you coming out of that room till morning. Kid gets nervous, runs back to his bed and goes right to sleep. He thinks that if you were if you were to pick up a hobby like Super Mega Baseball, that you would get a little more frustrated. Yeah. and yeah. you'd, Something would be interrupted. You'd finally like put your foot down and be like, look, Daddy's playing Super Mega Baseball right now. It makes you a better dad, I think, to have Super Mega Baseball in your life. Plus, that's the one where you can nearly kill the pitcher oh. with the comebackers. Don't want to miss out on that. No, and imagine you have to pause that right as that ball's halfway there. It's not going to have the same effect as if you were to smash the pitcher in the head and, and leave him for dead, really. Start organizing your cane collection. Well, yeah, I guess do so. Get a hobby. Like once it's nice My hobby is asleep at 8 30, 9 o'clock. <laughs> that's a pretty good. <laughs> so but you don't mind being interrupted. In twice. It's front. It's no. Get out. Yeah, but you gotta knock it. Like if it was, you gotta understand. If it was Super Mega Baseball, it'd be a whole lot more. Like it, video games make you mean sometimes, but for all the right reasons. Like that's enough. All the right reasons. Daddy's doing something. Kirby, I'm Instagramming. There you go. There, yeah, you can see yeah, your Instagram. Yeah, do your Instagram videos. Daddy's working. You don't understand how hard it is for Daddy to work when he should be in bed an hour and a half ago. You bouncing all over the house like an idiot. <laughs> Just picture you taking selfies through yeah. the house. Instagram. Ooh. You interrupted my fish lips. <laughs> Here's my head next to the what is that? Uncle Ben's rice. Ooh. Here's my head in the fridge. Ooga. 
Go to bed! Sorry, my daughter tried to get in on my fame. <laughs> I'm famous Instagram man. Got any questions for me? Ooh. Here's my head answering questions. She came in on that. Kirby, I'm answering questions right now. I'm busy. Mm, in the picture I could be? No. Daddy's famous, not you. Mm, famous I will be. 2018 it is. Button I shall find. Found it. Mm, button I have found. Mm. Mm. Room I will leave never again. Mm. Mm -hmm. Button, button, button. I got a, an email from an arborist and a text from another arborist. Telling, telling people, hey, pay 40 or 50 bucks a pop to trim your goddamn trees once or twice a year so they don't have to come out and chop them off of your house. That's very true. We've never given that public service announcement from arborists. He's out there in the West Valley. Uh, the majority of people don't know it. No, I know. Gary sent me a picture, and I don't know how. This tree just missed that house, and it is wow. a monster of a tree. Whoa. And it just missed this guy's house. Well, that's a, that's one of them fabricated manufactured homes. And so a couple other shots he's showing me. If I had one of the, if I lived in one of those uh, fabricated neighbor, I guess that's what you'd call it, right? And sure. the neighborhood fabricated that doesn't count. It's, it's just fake. It's a fake neighborhood. It counts as a neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, but not as like real housing. Like, nobody's goal is to get into one of those and then stay. Like it's, it's mostly a, like the 55 plus communities. Wouldn't you just like eliminate all trees? Like bushes. Yeah, only so bushes. A lot of danger. <laughs> yeah. right? I don't know why you want to put trees. You're already taking a chance because your house is it's capable of blowing away. No trees. The good news is it just bends it, dents it. The tree? And you can pop mm. the house back in. Well, the that tree. would be great if you lived in a tent. Not in a tent community, sure, trees are easy to replace. You pop right. When you've got one of these manufactured homes, just let's make it a tree free zone. Because it's, I mean, looking at the pictures that he sent me, it's like, that, that one, they chopped up, just missed a couple manufactured homes. He's like, I'm all over this wow. thing. I just, you know. We're not getting you insurance on that. Sorry, we're not going to cover that house. Bottle brush trees, those jump up about nine feet if you want them. You can trim them how you want. Uh, you don't need this this nightmare of tree next to your your very, very fragile house. I don't Dark think that's Serrano, a good idea. maybe. Ooh, no, 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 no. Don't do that, Brady. No, terrible advice. No. Although they do that in the East Valley all the time, those old days. It's all over. While we're in from Canada, we'll just live here in this desert-dwelling setting, and we'll just get a manufactured home. They're those giant, old, sagging, 900-year-old saguaros that are about to crumble onto your house. What was that? I think that big thing you like so much is laying in the living room. My nephew? No, God damn it, the cat. <laughs> Yeah, so just to know why, why. We're going to plant a great big mulberry here, and the roots will go right under the house, and then they'll drive down into it. will never trim it, and then it'll just smash us to death. I Idiot. remember that years ago, that guy, I think it was in Texas, but he was shooting the saguaro, mm. and it crushed him. Good. They fight back. That's what, you know. They have their arms up like hostages, but they, they sometimes Some fight back. I did this song about them, the 169th fastest gun in the West. <laughs> Some of them know Krav Maga, and they just look like they're submitting. They, that next move is a cactus on your ass. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, I don't know. I just don't understand why you would uh, plant a giant tree next to your house of hope, which is just that paper. If wind can kick your house's ass, and you've got a few light-rooted trees next to it, maybe not. Again, I'd give you Eric's card there, ELO. Gets to a tree-free, incredibly safe, manufactured home area. Might look around and notice here, this is nothing but bushes. Yeah, it's a little low. Right.
But not once has any of these houses been crushed by a tree an idiot planted next to it. Why would you do that? You're definitely going to get some action with mesquites. Oh, they're, they're, and they're going to crush a mobile home. I don't understand why we've got these Palaverdes and mesquites next to our uh, our little kind of lean-to parking structures. But eventually one of those is going to take that down. That tin roof on that, that's done. It's done. So, But I do also notice we trim those down. They never get taller than the parking structure. That's what you have to do, constantly trim. So there, the arborists are out today, the tree service people. Two emails already saying, trim your tree. And this guy says, hey, arborist, you should be thankful you have something to do. He'd have actually more to do, more to do. if you trimmed your yeah, trees exactly. a little. And it's not like a big project. You just kind of top them a little bit. I got one. That, I got a, an elm in the backyard that needs to be topped. It's not tall enough to do damage yet, but it, it's not a little bushy. It grew fast. I think it's probably 20 feet, but it needs to be cleaned up. It's time. Now, I don't have to. But it's going to get a lot of top-heavy weight on it. It's going to make it tougher for it to stand up. Last thing you need. I've had two trees drop in the backyard from a microburst. That ain't fun cleaning, man. you got dudes in the house with winches and chains trying to drag it out of the ground, and then they saw it up. and They're like, oh, they're going to be here forever. I'm not doing it. So, yeah, the arborist is just saying, hey, for your own safety, if, especially if you're in a mobile home park, get those trees uh, lightened up up there a little bit. A couple of these pictures are pretty awesome. Uh, Toledo, I sent you a video. Another shiggy accident. I don't know if you guys just saw this one. This is a rough one to see. I'll just I'll just let the video play. Are they it's dead? A, it's a shiggy accident. Roll it uh, quickly. A oh, guy being a jokester? No, give me the big screen. Watch this. He's standing next to the car. Now, he's on the passenger side, so it's a little safer. He's not in traffic. But, oh, oh my God, why? Why would he do that? <laughs> It's the missed new, it, Eric. Eric, you didn't see. It. <laughs> it's a white guy doing the shiggy outside of his car. And then for no reason, he drops his pants, and he's clearly had Mexican food. Wow, he's prepped for that, too. And he just takes a very moist poop as he shiggies. I got to hand it to him. He oh, but he gets right back in the, in the car, car without wiping, which That's is the, the grossest part. That is some liquid. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, you can hear it. If you listen carefully, you can hear it. That's it. <laughs> He's technically taking a on the whole thing. I'm surprised he didn't get it in the little, little uh, door He didn't hit the there. door. Now, the bad thing is, as a friend, the driver said, yeah, let's do the thing. Where you're shiggying on the side of the road, and then you just drop trowel and shoot some of that liquid that you've got inside you because you're not regular all over the road. Well, his friend spins around and shoots it towards the door of the car, and luckily, Close. luckily, not enough torque, I guess, to get it all the way onto the door. But yeah, he, it's actually very well done. If, but then he's disgusting. Crap boy back in the car with poopy pants. You know he stunk the whole way back. Got him to a. Hopefully, they got him to a store and threw those pants away and got him some new stuff. But that's the. Uh, that's hopefully that'll end the shiggy because I think that's great. Or it starts an entirely new trend of people just dropping deuces on the side of the road while they dance. G's with T's. <laughs> what? In the shiggy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your spelling. I see what you're doing. Ugh. Ugh. But it's good. He can dance. He's had. He had. He practiced the move. The car is slowly rolling down a, a small road. 4.8 million views yeah. on that one. His name's McSavage. That's my favorite part. Max Savage.
I know, but if you say it fast, McSavage. <laughs> is he a YouTube sensation? I don't know if he's a YouTube sensation, hey, but what he's going to he be. Is. He's going to be. He's got a bunch of prank videos on his Oh, is he? Okay. Show. I like that one. Because it really is taking the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and hopefully it makes white frat boys at Ohio State want to do this more. And we'll see a whole bunch of these until people are like, all right, well, this is done. You might get your wish. It's been shared 51,000 times. Yeah. Because this is more, this makes more sense than when the girls, yes, than the girls hopping out in the middle of the freeway and getting hit by cars. Or the guy, and here's the other thing. Imagine that if that was Urban Meyer. Oh, yeah. Well, he's only the best of the best of the best. Is he fired yet, or is that noon today? There's a new uh, board. There's a group that's investigating the oh. whole thing. Uh, is it his wife? Is his wife involved? Kicking so, the can down the road. They're just killing time. What does your dad think? I'm sure. Did you talk to him yet? I didn't talk to my dad yet. Yeah. I talked to a couple other people. What are they saying? Is everyone in they're full like, defense? No, not really. They're just saying, you know, if in fact, you know, if there were the attacks and how deep does it go, well, they don't believe yeah. the texts exist. They, they think the texts no, are no, fake news. No, no, they're not even saying that. You said they if. just want to say, yeah, yeah because those nothing. Those are real. Those, they've, well, yeah, they've, she showed the texts. They don't know how many texts she, well, no, she has. Yes, she has. Yes, she has. They were reported yeah. to the news. That's why Urban Meyer yeah. is not. To what seven. degree, whether or not. I, she I has guess, all the proof. She showed it. Yeah, to that's her, why. but the, the question is, did, did she, did uh, Shelly Meyer. Meyer share it with Urban? And right. Of course she did. But again, that's going to be one of those things that if you buy that. Yeah. Why do you, why can how can they ever go on right. TV again and, then, and say we've got Ronnie, a great range? Yeah, if Ronnie gets text from Lisa O'Connell about yeah. Eric's beating the tar I'm beating out of the crap out of Lisa. Say anything? <laughs> and and he's been arrested for it before. Yeah, <laughs> right. come on. You don't She's think Ryan's? Hmm, I really don't want to stir up Brady's workplace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm maybe just going like to keep this to me. Maybe he got a call from Earl Bruce. However, he's the grandson. Yeah, he's a grandson. Her advice though was to go completely public, get a restraining order against him, and get out of there. Was Shelly's advice back, but she kept that from her. Yeah, why would she tell her husband who's employing the Right, who is like, and, and, and it would definitely have ramifications coming back to her husband and their current lifestyle. You don't think she's saying something if they got a barbecue plan yeah. that weekend? <laughs> hey, maybe Scott shouldn't come over? I think maybe Earl Bruce's grandson. <laughs> That's Earl Bruce's grandson. He can be whoever he wants. All right, just... Has thrown it out there. Nobody messes with him. Urban, remember when we left Florida and you said you want to spend a lot more time with the family? That's about to happen against your will. What are you talking about? He's beating her again. Who? I, I remember nothing from yesterday. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad story. but I forgot. How did we get off on that? But either way, yeah, he's going to get fired. I brought that. No, I think I did one. I said, is it noon? Is he coming back? Because I mentioned Ohio State. Kids. He'll get a three-game suspension. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. If he gets suspended at all. It's, that's one of those things where you're just like, you're, it's over. They're in trouble. He's got to come. I talked to a guy who used to be Irvin Meyer's assistant in uh, Utah, and he said pretty much everything he said was right. The man believes in Urban quite a bit. He loves him some Urban. And he said, and the reason why is because he's surrounded by a bunch of 19-year-olds that think he's a god. So he starts to think he's a god, and he's got their ear. So he assumes that's how the world feels about they him. believe in Urban. And he thinks that everyone outside of that locker room will. But again, you surround yourself with a bunch of uh, you know, inner-city kids who have never had somebody you know, teaching or helping them the way they do. Next thing you know, that guy's going to get a little bit of a platform to look like he's going to sure. feel a little bit elevated. That's why college football coaches always write books about how to live life, how to be a good leader and a teacher. Meanwhile, there's real teachers in that college doing the exact same thing that don't get the credibility of changing and forming lives. But every college football coach can tell you life can be led better if you just listen to the words I say. I talk to 18-year-old kids all the time. Make them better, ma'am. Hmm.
writing books are what uh, professors do pretty well too. Yeah, they write books, but it's never about like how you can be a better person. It's usually about their their topic. Every college football coach, Good they are. They talk about how great their leadership skills are and what they can do for you, and just follow their. They become motivational speakers. Math teachers write books about math. This helped a lot of students. Here's a theory I came up with. I'm reading that. It's garbage. I want to hear how Urban turned a bunch of 19-year-old, you know, street thugs into well-rounded citizens. Oh wait, he didn't. He turned them into NFL players, and they got a ton of money. That's that's the key. Yeah. So I don't know. What are you gonna do? Uh, it's 6:40. Uh, and who's coming in today? Asif. Uh, what's his name? Asif Mani. I've got to be careful with this. I don't know how to say his name. And I know in this day and well, age, don't say Asif. Asif and Asif. I, I wanted to make sure. I was looking at it last night. I'm like, man. If I screw that name up, it's 2018. Go, I've watched a lot of Daily Show, and I, I go by what John Stewart says. Right. Asif Monvi. Asif Monvi. Because when you look at it on paper, it's right. like I could say Asif and, or Asif. I, I make it too foreign. Asif Monvi. And all of a sudden, I'm more bigoted. Right. Definitely not Ass Monvi. No. No. You don't call him that. <laughs> at all. But, yeah, he's coming in here today, and I'm very worried that uh, we're going to have you know, that I would say the wrong oh, name and get off, on, get off on the wrong foot. He's and not I been call here you before. A- yeah. AM. It's 2018. Tell you Asif. 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 Hmm. Maybe we'll just watch Dr. Pimple Popper videos with him, see if we can we can bond. I think the world can bond over their feelings there. But I am hoping that the Shiggy video catches fire and everybody starts crapping on the side of the road until every, every stupid idiot stops getting out of their car and walking. I've yet to see it. That's the good thing. I thought for a while there I would actually try. I would wander by or venture by. As much driving as you do, Toledo. You haven't seen anybody get out of their car in Shiggy for a little while, have you? I have not. We need no. to hang out by community colleges. I do live in Mormonville, so I, I'm not sure if the Mormons do the Shiggy. They're the ones oh, feel yeah. safe. Yeah, they're the ones. They do the Soaky. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Did they film that? Did they film the Soki? Any Somebody, Mormon kids with a Soki video? Please, Toledo at 98kupd.com. Yeah. I'd like to see you violate a girl without actually violating her in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> it's a Soki vid. Sokies. Soki challenge. The Soki. Toledo Soki challenge yes. is on. For Parkinson's. We're going to fix Alan Alda. You see his Send video? He was three years. video juggling. He's fine. He's been boxing and juggling and stuff. But still, the Soki Challenge is a thing. Mormon kids especially. Get on the Soki Challenge, and Toledo will give you cash and prizes for the best Soki. Absolutely. I don't know if that's legal. I don't care. For yeah. Be of age, because you're not supposed to even be thinking about it until at least you're 18 in college, right? When you need 18 Sokis. With the one, right? With the, with... If you're willing to soak, it's got to be the one. The one. Yeah. Soak with your soak with your better half. Pull up yeah. some magic underpants and do some soakies. You can't test soaky. The Drake. Put Drake behind it and soaky your wife. What's the name of that damn song? I don't know. Something louder than love. I don't know. They covered a Soundgarden song. I don't remember. Either way. Uh, Six forty-two. What do you got on the big board of musical treats today? While Toledo tries to figure out how to soaky in this town. I <laughs> love the song. Brought to you by ELOteam.com. Have you been displaced lately? Yeah. Get in touch with us. We can help you find a, a new home of your dreams. Yellowteam.com. Here's the tag for you. About to get an insurance check? <laughs> Been in a wreck? Don't Got want a check? Don't want to rebuild? <laughs> Let me help. Been in a baboon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, baboon, crush your house. Arizona baboons can be awful. Damn baboons. It's I've been in that baboon. It's Roseanne Realty. 
Yellowteam.com. Uh, we got Pantera up here, Drag of the Waters. Faith No More, Midlife Crisis, House of Chains, Check My Brain, BFMV, Waking the Demon. Hmm. I like Waking the Demon. We'll go with a little BFMV. As a Bears fan, last night's game, Eric, you watched a little bit. Yeah, I, I recorded it. Usually what I do with preseason game, yeah. I'll record it. Fast kinda, forward. Yeah, fast did, forward uh, did it excite you that it, like, the way it has in the past? Even in the past when it starts, I'm excited that football's back. Last night, I, well, I kind of forgot. Yeah. Like, it's I a weird I, it's a weird entrance to the NFL season this year. I didn't forget. I You always know when your team's playing. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, but I just still feel like there's no, like, the buzz for it is definitely different this year. And Ray Lewis is out of his mind. I'm hoping... And I gotta credit my friend Chris Harris for this. I'm hoping that instead of a gold jacket, he gets that white suit back. <laughs> it would yes. be great is if, if they dress him up on stage after they show him the bust and they put they put him in a white jacket. Do you think he ever wears, wears the white suit again? Never, ever, ever. I, I wonder if he ever visits it. I'm gonna be up in the attic for a minute, just for a minute. He goes up. Hello, white suit. Old friend. Elusive old friend. You're the Anne Frank of the Lewis family. And then he leaves, and every couple of years he goes up and he looks at the, the dreaded white suit that was the cause of his incarceration. Keep in mind, he never he never got in trouble for the murders themselves or never had to really answer questions for anything other than obstruction of justice because he never came forward with any of it. He, he ratted suit, two guys the out. The suit had to disappear for some reason. The, the whole story is so bad. He ratted two guys out in his own way and then felt guilty enough to pay for their legal defense, which really wasn't that good. It just awful, and uh, you know he's he's telling everybody how to live their lives too, which doesn't make any sense to me. Didn't he pay a couple of uh, civil checks too? Oh, he's paid. Well, he's he, he gave some to money the to the family. The family's like, this can't bring anybody back. And he gave to the victims. He tried to he tried to do That's something, it but it was yeah. very awkward, and it was very. I thought you weren't involved. What are you doing? It's like, no, this is to make good for the murder. Oh, I thought you weren't there. Mm. I'm in a bit of a pickle. Take the check, please. I'll be in the garage. Not with the white suit. Which he was wearing in the video. Again, if NBC would have broke out their super UHFDHDFR4 LGBTQ slow-mo cam that they had last night, we could have seen exactly what was on Ray's suit. But we have all these grainy surveillance videos. Oh, could you imagine the JFK assassination if we had that NBC super slow-mo? The good news is about this super slow-mo. piece them back together. Oh, sure. It's ruining football. It's absolutely ruining football. Super slow-mo is making every play a litigation. But if we can get these cameras up all over, there won't be any more crimes. Whenever I go to Desert Federal now, and they've got pictures of somebody who's robbed them, I always tell the lady, I'm like, you're never going to find that guy until you get better cameras. Well, we've got a lot of people. I'm like, I, I've come in here for two months, and this guy's picture's been up for two months, and it's He's just not. this weird, grainy, bald Mexican. I don't. You're never going to catch him with that. You need to get. You need to invest in some quality cameras. I've Circle seen some K's, banks with good some cameras. of them, but the one I, I go was to at a doesn't. Desert Schools not too long ago. And they Desert had a great Federal picture. by my house. Yeah, they get a good picture of the one guy who was the Blues, the Blues Brothers robber. Yeah, they had a couple of good ones of him, but he was in a disguise. But uh, like when I'm in there, I always look at the cameras as they switch. I'm like, I don't even recognize when it's me. I'm looking up there. I'm like, wait a minute. What, is that us? Oh, there. Uh, hey. And I wave to them. That is us. Look. It's just from our necks down, though. I don't know why that is. but Got me. Yeah, I, finally. I can't rob the place. Everybody who stands in line at the bank looks around and goes, where's the weak spot? There isn't one, but the cameras are terrible. But these super new cameras, 
NBC broke out. My God. Never a crime again. But still, we can't seem to, you know, get anything right to that. But, yeah, the Shiggy videos and those cameras, I don't need to see those. Get, to, get those cameras that are in Circle K's in your cars because I don't need to see that get too clean if you're going to take dumps. Get some real cameras up there to catch some criminals. Christ sake. It's terrible. Any soak videos yet, Richard? Nothing no, yet. Nothing yet. It could be in the middle of filming right now. Yeah, if you're with your wife right now and you want to soak and send it to Toledo, it's dtoledo at 98kupd.com. A soaky. 98kupd soakies. <laughs> Don't make God mad. Just soak her. Yeah, the video will be proof. And if you don't know what it is, you know, you can look it up, Ahsoki. There's just no mo. You're, you're linked as one, as were the riders of uh, the Avatar and their dragons would link their hair. That's what you do. You just tie together and you, you sit still. It's a palm olive. You're soaking in it. That's all you do. Just get to that level, you become a super soaker. That's right. Well, somebody's getting super soaked in the end. Your puns are getting out of hand. Uh, you ready to go? Yep. All right. It's BF my V. I like this one here. Waking the demon is what we're going to do. Uh, bullet for my Valentine. It's your wake-up song. It's 98 KUPD. Go get it. That's I stand alone right there. God smack. 7.05 in the morning sickness. And time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Hooters, uh, there's five beautiful Valley locations in Hooters. And now you can uh, go over there on Saturday night, UFC 227 at Hooters. Never a cover. Don't miss a punch. They'll show it to you right then and there. Uh, my arborist has sent over a picture uh, right as we mentioned it of a, of a manufactured home, <laughs> a trailer with a, that thing has to be 60 feet tall, a 60-foot cactus leaning on it. Like, man... If you've got one of those houses, just cut down all the trees. It, well, the six-foot dude is on an arm, and I did the little fingers all the way down where he's sitting wow. is about 28 feet, and there's probably another 15, 20 on top of him. It's crazy. It's got to be close to 50, 60 feet at least. It's a big-ass cactus. But still, just cut those down. You live in a home that is just perilously close to being destroyed by everything. Why risk it with things that fall out of the ground on top of you? Not smart. Anyway, Brady, report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hello. A couple of Friday morning fun facts. Looney Tunes cartoons were originally created by Warner Brothers as a way to showcase new music. Hmm. Cartoons became more popular. And they dropped the music. So they were the original video. MTV. Hmm. The red phone, that's a direct connection from the Pentagon to Russia. It's never been a red, it's never been red or a phone. It originally was a teletype machine, then a fax machine, and now it's an email account. They just email wow. each other? That... The paper gets jammed in the fax yeah. machine back then? I mean, think about it. The Browns couldn't trade uh, for A.J. McCarron because of right. faxes. Right. We're, throwing, we're lobbing nukes and, and hoping for a good connection. And why would we tell them? I never understood that red phone thing. When the red phone rings. Why Why would they be so kind to let us know? Ring, ring. By ring, the ring. way, hello. Sorry to wake you. I know the time difference is rough, but uh, we decided to lob a few Hellfire missiles in your direction. So look up. Good night. And the red phone is not, it's not even wireless or anything. Right. Like you can't carry it in his pocket. 
I mean, even little kids have that weird four-number phone. That should be one. I've got my little jitterbug phone, just in case we're under <laughs> nuclear attack. It's both ways. Direct connection. If I hit on, we're a go. But I have to be at least courteous enough before I slaughter thousands and thousands and thousands of people to let them know I'm going to do it. That's not a... You don't make that call. You don't call your neighbor and tell them you're going to burn their house down. Yesterday, you heard Apple became America's first trillion-dollar company. Unreal. So if you invested $10,000 in Apple back in 1984, Mm -hmm. it'd be worth... 3.8 3.8 million. Why 84? Is that when they started? That's when Mac. Yeah, well, that's when the Mac oh, came the out. Mac, that's when they yeah, were actually right. legitimate. Right. Like, people Mac. were looking going, this could be the future. So it wasn't out of the realm of possibility. People were like, you should buy stock yeah. in that. So, so if you invested when Steve Jobs returned in 1997, you'd have 2.5 million. 10 grand. Even if you waited to invest until the iPhone came out in 2007, $114,260. And you keep Not waiting. 10 grand. Yeah, because they rebuilt. Apple was about done in the 90s oh, yeah. until they came out with well, the they iPod. They filed bankruptcy. Yeah, the iPod. Steve Jobs, one invention, saved the whole thing. And now look at it. Yep. But there has to be well, a it was, ceiling, remember, right? No, it wasn't the iPod. It was that uh, colorful, the iMac. Oh, that's the first right. first iMac. That, they, well, that they started that. But once the iPod. College kids started buying it. Started getting that in. Yep. You got the music. That they gave them the money to do the iPod. Tied the music to it, and then it was boom. But yeah, I mean, there has to be a ceiling, right? There has to be some sort of a. You shouldn't invest in Apple anymore, but I don't see it. The first company in the world to hit the trillion dollar mark was an oil company called PetroChina. They did it in 2007. Their stock briefly skyrocketed, then it crashed right back down. The company's only worth about 205 billion now. That's a lot of loss. <laughs> That's a lot. From a trillion to 200 billion. What did they do? The stock market um, yeah, with China, they've dropped down to third largest. Yeah, I know. Because of the trillion to 200 billion is one company. Is that the reason why their stock market fell up? Or that's- well, no, no, no. That was, I mean, I'm just saying yesterday, it's the first time oh, China's always been yeah. number one for the past yeah, four years. Back to, yeah. I don't know uh, if like Apple went down to 200 billion, if, the, if we'd be, everybody would be losing their minds. That, oh that's God, a massive yeah. amount of wealth gone. Yikes. That's... Keep it together, Apple. That's all we're saying. 80% of your value? Don't be Chinese, Apple. <laughs> An annual study ranks the most dog-friendly cities based on everything from weather and cost of living to how many dog parks, dog-friendly businesses there are. The top 10. San Diego. Sacramento. Sure. Minneapolis. Portland. New York. Minneapolis. It's freezing. Denver. Chicago. San Diego, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Albuquerque, hmm. number one, Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Really? The good weather, like San Diego, would be the number one, yeah. like all year round dogs can play. You said dog parks, too. Maybe they don't have enough no, dog parks. And it seems like they have pretty good amount of dog-friendly businesses over there, too, as well. And their baseball California. field is Petco. Yeah. It is a dog park. They have a dog park in center field. Yeah. There's, every day, you can take your pretty friendly dog city. Yeah. Rather be there than Minnesota. There's a woman named Erica Conway who lives in Seattle. Erica's black and she volunteered with the NAACP for years. How black is she? Recently needed a new password on her online account with the, her utility company, Puget Sound Energy. Uh-oh. And the temporary password they oh, nailed her was no. the N-word. Ah. Ended with an A. How does that 
she was generated. shocked, but the company said uh, they talked to her and said the passwords are automatically generated. They probably didn't screen out the word because no one uses that word anymore. Oh, that was what they said. Wow. <laughs> every black. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Brady? That giant slapping to the forehead was yeah. every black person listening. No one uses that word anymore. It's obsolete. It's like thou and thus and stuff. Nobody says that. What is it again? I can't. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's letters that I recognize. Sorry about that, ma'am. Now stop being a. Take your bill out of here. Some burglars broke into a family's house in Indianapolis <laughs> earlier this week. What are you so mad about? It's misspelled. You're just mad about grammar. Is that your thing? Now you're just uppity. Now you're just, yeah. Now you're uppity. Please. You know you're being a real about this. She's not silly. Sir, you were making it worse and worse and worse by the day. What are you even paying your bills for in the first place? Shouldn't the government be doing that? Anyway, we here at UPSPS, wherever the hell I work, are the worst people alive. Just wanted to point that out before you slap me with a lawsuit. So this uh, family's house got broken into. They live in Indianapolis. But the uh, burglars ran away empty-handed. They found themselves face-to-face -face with the family's pet. Oh, boy. Pet pig. Uh-oh. Dumplin' intimidated him. Yeah, they've seen uh, Snatch. And uh, I don't think Dumplin' was a pot-bellied pig either. It's a big monster. Yeah. People-eating pig. Cut through human bone like butter. In St. Petersburg, Florida, this lady gets picked up for shoplifting in a Walmart. Rachel Marie Toko, 30 years old. She's arrested, put her in the back of the police car. That's where she does a little free basing. By the driver, they didn't know she snuck it in. Hmm. The uh, camera in the back found out, so she got additional charges. Yeah, why not, though? She's had all sorts of stuff on her, Xanax. This is pretty brutal. A guy in Russia was in his bathroom, slipped, he fell on the handle of his toilet brush. Handle oh, hit no, jackpot. He, no, he didn't. Not, uh, no, not that didn't. end, you're thinking. The uh, handle went through the eye socket. Oh! Yeah. I know what you're questioning. Yeah, I thought it was his butt. Yeah, no. Oh, for sure. He was playing around and then told, I fell down. This is an accident. By the eye socket, I believe he fell. Blood-soaked brush jammed into his head. Oh! Come on, Brady. Surgeons had to open the man's skull and attempt to remove the handle, which was embedded into the head through his right eye. His condition deteriorated after uh, a while. They pulled it out. He had some broken bones, and when they pulled it out, it kind of got all messed up. And also because you don't clean your brush, when your you head is now more filled with than your brain. Yeah, he died. Good. 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 We don't need those people roaming around. He doesn't want to be around after One that. less person affecting the... Uh, One less Russian... Uh, the elections. Yeah, hacker. I fall down, it goes into my eye. My head is filled with from toilet brush, and now I will die. Much the delight of Richard Toledo. 22-year-old... Come on, Vlad, you don't want to be here. Look, I don't want to be around anymore. I'm First off, I'm Russian. Propaganda would lead you to believe I'm starving to death in a small apartment anyway. Why do we have toilet brush? I don't have toilet I just used toilet brush for teeth. <laughs> when they removed the toilet brush, they noticed on the handle it said Trump Resorts. <laughs> we all got one. We got the, the towels and the robes and the brush, which was inevitably made enough. 
This 22-year-old dude, Joseph Hanvey, he lives in Gary, Indiana. He was using his phone last Wednesday when a message popped up that said his activity was being monitored by the FBI. And his phone shut off and wouldn't turn back on. Now, if he just borrowed someone else's phone or Googled it on a computer, he would have found out it was just a computer virus. The FBI wasn't really watching him. But instead, he went to the police station, turned himself in for downloading child pornography. Ooh. Uh, turned out he was trying to download some illegal content when the FBI message popped up. So he assumed it was real. See, and Urban good Meyer. For him. Urban Meyer, that's what decent people do when they know something's wrong. Yeah. Speak up. They speak up. Urban Meyer. Yeah, that guy looks like a... Like Cartman. 22. Like Eric Cartman come to life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a hat on anymore, but I'm pretty sure that's what Eric would look like. A little skinnier, maybe. Maybe. You know, a little older. Some grew, out, some grew out of some of that baby fat. <laughs> There's a sunflower farm in Millgrove, Ontario, Canada, and a few weeks ago they came up with a new idea to make some money. They charged $5.75 for people to come to their farm to take Instagram selfies with their sunflowers. Beautiful fields of sunflowers. Pretty good plan. Allergies. Because the fields are amazing. No, uh, within weeks it turned dark because crowds overwhelmed the staff and started trampling the fields causing ma major traffic jams, storming the farm without paying, getting into car accidents, fighting over spots where to take photos. So they <laughs> shut it down. No more visitors. We are yeah. awful people. Yeah, we are. We're just a, just a virus wandering the earth, wrecking everything. All of the pictures that made it through. Gobbling up anything decent to the point where we ruin it. Isn't it beautiful? Let's wreck it. Okay. You took my parking spot. We're people. I am trying to get my fish lips in. Wrecking Earth since zero. Look at that. Beautiful field. That's <laughs> gorgeous. Let's wreck it. That is gorgeous. Let me show the oh, aftermath, yeah. Brady. Where these is are, that? These are the good Yeah, they, they just gave us good photos. Those are the people that made it in for oh, in Ontario, Canada. What a stunning field. These jackasses ruined it because Instagram's so important. Can't look at someone else's picture. It's got to be yours. Their message, the, the apocalypse arrived Saturday the 28th. <laughs> by noon, the hordes were coming from all directions. <laughs> it's too pretty not to be wrecked by us. We can't admire someone else's photos. I need my own. My Instagram page is not the same. That's why we can't have nice things. It is. I've never got, you know, when you see people like taking pictures of sunsets and things like that, and there's like a hundred of them. Your picture's going to be the same as all these other pictures. Why not just admire all the rest of the photo like what we used to do so look at that beautiful photo yeah, we you all think take it's a picture of the same out. it's yeah. the same picture yeah. there's a billion of them it makes it less than special but man when you see the ever seen that the sunflower fields unreal yeah i never have i've dreamt of them i think on because you do that but rides i went on in france forever. you're going oh, those tree-lined streets and all of a sudden here's this sunflower it's it looks see fake. now that just got gay yeah nine old men i went over there and we all started tossing right there you guys want to uh Take our biker gang through the sunflower fields of British Columbia. Oh, man, yeah. Hard ass. I looked back to my Hard buddy ass. who was in the back seat. Oh, Dave, I wish, <laughs> I wish you weren't here. <laughs> Let's roll through the glorious sunflower fields. Not on Harleys, John. 
On BMW. BMW. Yeah. Ready, bikers? Let's roll. Nobody's going to fudge with us. To Monte Carlo. We're headed out. Oh, sorry I have to pull over. My eyes got all teary from the beauty. Are you okay, Ben? Ben? Oh, my God, Ben's sobbing. Hold him, guys, like a good gang member What? It's so beautiful. It's right next to the brothel. <laughs> Sunflowers as far as I can see. I'm calling my wife, gang members. I'm calling her now. Ro fellow road scholars. Turn off your BMW my, mag, uh, motorcycles. I'm calling my beautiful wife. Hello? Honey, I was thinking of you with the gang. About what? We're in a field of sunflowers, and the boys and I are holding hands and watching the sun go over the top of them. That sounds lovely. And I can't stop thinking of you. Not sexually, either. Gross. Well, you and your gang have fun. We're going to go ride by a neighborhood that has Negroes in it. That'll be a first. I'll send photos if they allow. French Negroes. The best kind. They're half us. <laughs> that sounds like a tough gang. Oh. Beauty. It, it would be a Live wonderful. Live to ride, ride to brunch. That was <laughs> right. our motto. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> you were wild hogs without the wild part. Yeah. A dad in <laughs> Baton Rouge. I want to go on one. Oh, they're unbelievable. I, I know it would be incredible, but I just want to go on one and just listen to the conversations and you guys all pulled over to take pictures of sunflowers. And that one of you had to Believe sit back me. and go, ooh, man, we're guys, right? This oh, is tough. Yeah. yeah. Especially be... when you have your one good. Hey, guys, get one over here. Yeah. I want to be in it. Did, any of them, did you guys pose in front of the sunflowers as a group and make someone else No, okay. no, we, we, we kept rolling by there, yeah. but there's some. They didn't even have cell there's phones. There's some then. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I know, but I mean, Polaroids. They could have had, <laughs> they <got the> <laughs> had somebody sketch. Oh, them. there's cameras. You had a sketch artist. Sure, yeah, there right. was yeah. cameras. Yeah, I'm saying cell phone yeah. cameras. <laughs> yeah. This was pre-camera. They were riding steamboats through the air. I don't know how they were doing it. It was amazing. <laughs> They had oh, a, black and white. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bogan, your motorcycle needs more coal. <laughs> Keep shoveling, Lamont, please. We're in the sunflower country. My luggage goes to room 220. <laughs> and I don't think you realize that that would ever come back in your life 25 years later. You're like, oh, have you ever seen one, guys? A field of sunflowers. Me and my boys yeah. in the biker gang. Mm. It's a better place. It's a better place you live in where biker gangs are just in it for the views. <laughs> a dad in Baton Rouge. Was at a grocery store on Sunday with a 17-year-old son who's autistic, and he doesn't love being out in public. So, 21-year-old, 20-year-old uh, employee named Jordan Taylor, and he noticed a kid watching him stock the shelves. He could tell he wanted to help, so he asked him, "You want to help me out?" And for 30 minutes, he showed the kid how to do it, and was really patient with him. Turns out, it was a pretty big deal for the kid. And his dad got a got it all on video in the footage. You can hear, even hear the dad say, "It's like watching a miracle." <laughs> so the uh, kid's older sister posted two videos on Facebook, and they've already been watched hundreds of thousands of times. The end of the story is after the second video, uh, someone saw it. Uh, Jordan, uh, well, the dad asked Jordan where he goes to school. He says, "I finished high school two years ago. I haven't been able to go to college yet." Still trying to no, save some here we money. Go. Here we go. Sister starts a GoFundMe page. Seven million dollars.
Yeah, he's up to 90000 They can go to ASU. College, yeah. Get him a couple of years. Yeah. Good school. Still growing. There's a picture of that kid. That's great. They've done their deed. Ah, white people. Is there anything they can't do? <laughs> Thank you, Whitey. The Great Wall of China receives an average of more than 27,000 visitors every single day. It takes a lot of money to maintain the Great Wall. 27,000? 20, yep, 27,000. I thought it would be more than Every day. Every day? That's like a pirate's game. Yeah, that seems... Seems low seems for as low. big as that wall is. Yeah. So you can see it from space and yeah. only 27,000. 27, I mean, it wouldn't mm. even fill PNC Park. Mm. So in an effort to uh, raise awareness for heritage site protection, Airbnb is partnering with the Beijing Tourism Development Committee to host the first ever overnight stays at the Modern World Wonder. Four people and their guests will get to uh, sleep in the Great Wall of China, basically yeah. on the will pass this pretty cool little turn it setup. into a hotel. Yeah, the so amenities, can, I'm sure, are yeah. awesome. Yeah, positive. You can enter the contest. You have until midnight on August 11th. You can go online, Airbnb, but they show Sleep a picture of one of the uh, setups. It's not terrible. No, it's not. No TV, I'm assuming. Uh, I'm not sure. Pretty In addition so. to the accommodations, um, each stay includes a sunset dinner along the wall, classical music concert. Along the wall. Calligraphy lesson. On the wall. All on the wall. You're pretty much stuck to the wall is what you're saying. <laughs> and then you Do get you have televisions in the room? What, wall not enough for you? Wall huge. I know, but it's mostly wall. So I've seen a lot of the wall. I'm very impressed, but I kind of want to get my scores. Yeah, we definitely need Matt Damon to protect us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Another thing Whitey does well. But I understand you're having trouble with the Mongols. I'm white. Dress me up. Let's do this. That movie... Did you watch it? I've, I've oh, watched yeah. chunks of it in pieces where I think I've seen the whole thing. I've never seen it all the way in one sitting. I have. The strange you beasts that are attacking. The, the whole thing? Yes. Front to back. Oh, yeah. How do you do that to yourself? I, I like to hate watch stuff. That's that impressive. Is. I had to turn it. I, I watched yeah. like 10 yeah. minutes. I'm like, oh, my God. I can hate watch a lot, but when it just gets to the point where it's making me stupid, like beyond the pale, it is so bad. <laughs> it is. I can't even grasp how bad that is. That's why I guess it, you know. Man. It wasn't so so bad. It was fun to watch. I mean, it was it's so not bad. Like I just... didn't get up and, you know, I yeah. stayed in the same room. You could follow along pretty good. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Whitey saves the day on the wall. But I wasn't worried about not following it. <laughs> that wasn't my concern. Oh, I've, was... missed, I've missed a key plot so, oh, point. Oh man, I got to watch it again. <laughs> I thought I might have. No. So I went back. It's and... so bad. There's a new craft beer available in Poland. This went on sale. Vagina beer. Yeah. Bruce took the... Bruce, uh, I need a very specific <laughs> vagina on it. They're Show not, me. They're not universally tasty. The brewers took the vaginal lactic acid oh. of hot underwear models oh. and used it as an ingredient to brew the Wait beer. Wait a minute. Willingly? Yeah. They they took it? And what do you mean by hot? Were they hot sexy or hot like sweaty underwear models? Because that doesn't necessarily mean they look good. Not sure. They wrung out underwear into a thing and added yeast and barley. I guess they didn't need yeast. The promotions say that the beer allows you to picture the women oh. when you're drinking it. Mm. 
Is she on the cover? It's the girl that's the yes, yeah, the girl that's I don't, promoting it. I don't have it. any pictures. Is it her vagina flavoring? Oh, I mean, if you're getting the women who are posing for the ads, yeah, I'm curious. You said it's Poland, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about this one. Well, all you gotta do is smell it to know. Give you a flow chart, John. There, How it happened? There's her panties. Oh. <laughs> and then the chemistry set. And, and beer. And beer comes out. So it's basically hot girl panties, what I see as a couple beakers, and then what looks to be the scales of justice, then beer. The That's Poland's says, recipe for yeah, beer. This label says you are drinking the essence of Pauline. Mm. Can I get a picture of her? Yeah, you're going to have to. The other thing is, if you shake it twice, it squirts all over the no, place of right. beer. Disgusting. Put your thumb over the top of yeah. it, just like a woman. Go back to puns. Shaking her around. You can spray your friends. I'm going to throw up on you. We got a couple of pretty videos. You know what's going to happen with that, too, if it gets popular? It's going to be like a farm of ugly women, just like those phone oh, sex, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and those, those cubicle farms of hot phone sex operators that have great voices, but we're filled with pizza pie. Try my 600-pound beer. What are you wearing tonight? 600-pound life beer. I'm drinking vagina beer and enjoying it. And what, what kind are, of taste? What are, what are you doing tonight? Just popping some stuff. Oh, a couple brews? No. Whenever these drain, oh, it smells no. like rotten trash. Sometimes it smells like mold. In my beer? Depending on what color that comes out of this. Sarah's is, cyst IPA. What is the, the ingredients in yours? I've had green pus, yellow pus, oh, brown pus, oh. pus mixed with blood. No. She's celebrating. It's new vagina beer, that time of the month. Oh. IPA. Sometimes it smells like mold, depending on what color that comes out of this. We got to take that button away from you. <laughs> They burn, they drain, they have an odor. Go, go delete it, Toledo. Never! Instant firing offense. You're, you're, such, touch a, my, you're such a child. You touch, touch my, my stuff, buttons, you're I'll fired. You. you touch my... It's a fact. I'll financially destroy you until you find something new. All right. Don't touch my buttons. You're a child. Whenever these drain, it smells like rotten trash. Sometimes it smells like mold, depending on what color... Mm. That comes out of this. Who am I talking to? Hello, world. Oh. My name's Kaylin, and I am Kaylin. <laughs> Stop acting like Kaylin. <laughs> Come on, you love her. She would be too much up joy. <laughs> Dare you? You know what I am, Erica. Arizonites. And you're not gonna talk to me like that. <laughs> the first radio video is a wild America radio video. Okay. There we go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America radio video. Right out of Yellowstone. People see a bison on the road. Oh, God. And now you got the brave drunk local matador. Yeah, the guy tries to challenge. You mess with the bull. It's a bison. Yep. Bull you get bison. The bison. Yeah, bull bison. There's a dragon. There's a commercial. It's oh, a big a, old male. I was going to say, that's not a, a bison. That's a dragon. It's a commercial. And Yellowstone for, has dragons? Commercial for HBO shows. That I think this is a, there was one earlier in the week, too, with it. The bison was eating a man. He's taking a picture, and the brown bear swipes out. She doesn't even see it. She has her back towards yeah, the bear. Yeah, she's an idiot. Well, she got out. Me. You don't get out. The bear took me. Right, here we go. This is the bison. 
walking across the street. Some guy's behind it already. This is what happens. Everybody backs up for the wildlife. Yeah. You know, Brady, I worry about you because this is stuff you would, would never do. I don't know. I've seen you around wildlife. You get a little close. I'd know not to do that. He's basically cornering the mice. I think here in the room you say that, but out there you might. Oh, God. oh no, 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 no. What is oh, he no. doing? Oh, no. Telling oh, no. him where to go. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, no. I can't watch it. He's all right. Yeah. Kids there. Great show for the kids. Great learning lesson, too. Yeah. That's what Obama calls a teachable moment. <laughs> that was fun, kids. You get out and try. Hey, it's safe. That is a monster of a thing. Oh, their heads. Now he's going to be mad. Taking it out on that little yeah, Prius. Crush that Prius, please. <laughs> Whatever the... Oh, that little kid. Mr. Yuck. Buffalo. Yeah, that kid ruined the whole thing at the end with that garbage. <laughs> okay, with Mr. Buffalo. Summer sales event. And now... Oh, the next... I'm Brady Bogan, and this is Wild America no, Radio Video. The next one is this guy named Greg Lynn. He's a guitarist, and he's shredding at an old folks' home. <laughs> yeah. All along really? the watchtower. Oh. Dallas Dallas now, keep in mind. No, this guy, this is pretty funny. This is uh, Dallas West, by the way. Dallas so you're West, about. Yeah. All along the watchtower is in their wheelhouse. That's true. I, yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, if you're 75, this was a hit when you were, you know, you were in it. Yeah, you were 35, yeah. right? Is she saluting or shading her eyes? And Greg Lynn began to howl. Yeah, right. Look at Granny walking. Watch, it gets better. Right near the speaker. What? Yeah, Lady of the Walker. She's got to knock that over. Gotta jump up on that little fireplace. She's telling her friend right now, I pounded Jimmy. Yes. Yeah. I remember the first time I f Jimmy. It was it was taboo back then to nail one of the aborigines, but I did it anyway. She's getting closer. Uh, we need to get JG out at the yeah. closest senior home. She's gonna trash the the stage in a second. Throw that walk kicking out, kicking out. Where's she going? Backstage. She's gonna get, get laid away from those She's monitors. I'm gonna get behind the picnic table and show that guy my. I've got my pass. And then tragedy. Oh no. Oh, oh she's oh. oh she's drunk. Don't worry, she's okay. She's okay. <laughs> Old lady in the walker, just too much That's music. The best part of that. There's his wife getting up to help. She must be an Indian. That guy is getting down. He's oh killing yeah. It. It'd be great if, VIP, if like, uh, VIP security carried her out, yeah, put her absolutely. back where she look started. At, look at the workers. We'll help you. We're here, Gladys. Don't mind the performance. They wanted it. One of the best, best, amazing performance. They seem fine with it, though. Nobody's, like, leaving. Well, she was trying to, but she dropped dead on her right. way out. I was... I was blowing Jimmy, and Jimmy Page came in, and he said, Not that, Jimmy, and I had to take two dongs that day. <laughs> I love the 60s. Oh, my butt. Did I ever tell you guys about the time that I prolapsed in, at Montrose? <laughs> Wavy Gravy put me back together. He stuffed it all back in. And I won't tell you, it was with his hands, that's for sure. Oh, your grandma's prolapsed at so many shows. I get shivers thinking about it.
One That's, night with Dusty Springfield. You start looking at 80-year-olds and stuff. 50 years ago, Watchtower was... They weren't that old. Yeah, you don't even think about no, it, really. Not really. You always think they're into Sinatra and stuff because that's what our grandma... Yeah, this is a new batch. These are the Vietnam veterans. You're going to be listening to Pearl Jam? Yeah, we're going to be rocking Pearl Jam. Going, that's not music. One is music. This is by the horrors of war. Action <laughs> lies. This is about crib death. Enter night. Green of sand. Maybe we'll get like a Metallica cover band coming to our yeah. old folks home. How you guys doing tonight? How's the milk? <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're Jurassic Metallica and we're ready to kick ass. Electrolytes. Plain and sad but true, which was my entire biography. We got Gar on drums. <laughs> <laughs> Yell it out, God! <laughs> We're gonna take about a four-day break. Kevin Hammock on guitar. My, the master, master. Two, three, four jellos for us, if you don't mind. Have that. Um. Oh, yeah, that's our future. Wake up! Did you put a little makeup? <laughs> you wanted to. I can't wait to see I that. I actually want to. You just, for the first time ever, want to make me live into my 80s. <laughs> That's going to be yep. fun. Ziggero, Ziggero, Ziggero. Remember that one, gang? Right before the housing crash. <laughs> we don't play f Nickelback. Still ripping them. <laughs> I hate them still. They're in the room with them. Anyway, what are you going to do? 738 in the morning sickness. There you go. That is your Brady Report brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. Inside the fire. It's 748 in the morning sickness. And I also, I don't want to hear any more uh, people bothering me with this. This is, I'm also, I think it's this being 46. I think there's a there's certain uh, animal that hit me in the last year or two that I just don't, I don't want to hear uh, your opinions anymore about why you're not going to watch football this year. Uh, if you choose not to, that's fine. But I don't want to hear why. It's not the, the anthem thing. If it bothers you that much, you've got a lot. You've got a lot going on, and I understand that. But I mean, people are yelling at me. Like, I can't believe you still support football. Like, Stop it. The fallout is still happening. I know, but it's it's just whatever. I, I can't I can't work myself up about it anymore. I, I would love to get into this debate with you, but it's just I feel like I'm being manipulated by the news on a constant basis, and I'm supposed to be mad or outraged or troubled or forcing myself to feel this way. I'm not doing it anymore. There's no doubt the NFL screwed this whole thing up. Made it worse. Every direction they could have screwed uh, it up. Roger Dell's off. He's the worst. The worst there's ever been. But I just, I can't get worked up about this stuff anymore. I don't know what happened. I just, I don't sweat little stuff anymore. I know that's an annoying yeah, thing. If I, if I want to watch and enjoy football, I'm going to yeah. do it. I don't give a yeah. crap. It doesn't make me an anti-American. Doesn't make me, and I understand that. I understand there's people who are but I just, I'm not getting You know what? It, it's great because it'll be, if there's less people at the games because of it, then I got more room. Yeah, that too. And the ticket prices will drop. Ticket yeah, prices, prices will, go will down. drop. Right. That'll be wonderful. That's Thank you. We, that's what you yeah. hope. And with football kind of starting last night and everything else. Now, what we will all agree on is that Ray Lewis's speech will probably be so insanely memorable for some reason or another. And I don't, will he mention the trouble? What's the over under on him mentioning the incident, the jail, the. The murders. Not even mentioned. And Michael Irvin brought up a lot of his problems. Had to give him credit for that. 
you know, his struggles. Will Ray Lewis mention what he considers his words, Brady, the incident that God gave him to make him a better man. He puts that in a different category than you and I. I call it murder. He calls it God making him better. Wouldn't that be something worth mentioning in your Hall of Fame? Speech? Sure. Yeah. When I I think it'll be uh, when I went through a couple of bumps in the road. Yeah, maybe just a slight mention. You do think it'll be tapped, like maybe just touched. Just yeah. ping. There, I did it. I talked yeah, about it. He's going to have to, he'll definitely, It's going to always be a talk of struggles. Oh, the struggles, are, yeah, but it's going to be about his struggles, not about the fact that he killed two men. Their struggles are a little bit, you know. And I am glad that he believes that uh, his Lord and Savior kills people to make him better. I think that's a much, that's a, that's kind of a, Powerful guy. not a self-aware man. I guess I, I had that argument last night. He is self-aware. He's just not aware of anyone else's self. He loves him himself. And it was kind of funny. I just watched it online. Brian Urlacher uh, treating Ray Lewis like Medusa. Like he thinks if he looks at him, he'll turn to stone. Brian Urlacher, and I don't think many of the other guys really cared for Ray. Like they had him lined up last night. It was a... Was it almost maybe it's because I was looking for it, but it felt almost like you could touch the air around Ray and it was like a force field that nobody really wanted to be that close to Mr. Lewis because yeah, Brian's not, he's going to always say the right thing. Right. Like it doesn't matter if you ask him, well, yeah, oh, Ray yeah. Lewis, great you know, you just, one of you the finest watch, linebackers, one of the finest linebackers the NFL's ever had. Yeah. You, you watch these guys though and you're like, yeah, I don't know. If but I, I wonder if it's more that Ray's just a butthole or he's that guy at the party you don't want to start a conversation with because you're going to get stuck. Exactly. I think Ray, no matter how you feel about it. The conversation is going to go back to stuff about him. Exactly. All the time. Brian Erlacher, how have you been? Well, my family and I just took a trip to Wyoming. Wyoming? <laughs> I had an Aunt Winona once. <laughs> That's just two letters that are similar. Winona used to always beat me with a switch. She'd say, Ray, you done wrong. Go get yourself a switch. Ray, I'm going to go grab some chips. No, I'm not done telling you. Oh, my Aunt Winona. Then it worked God into yeah. it. Oh. And, but I realized every time I was getting whipped with the switch that God was making me a better man because what I'd done was steal some gumballs, Brian Urlacher. I swiped gumballs from a man's truck. That ain't right. But I recognize how wrong I was because I'm a good, decent person. God gave me that inherently. He gave it to me. Uh, anyway, so we were in Wyoming for a couple. We went to Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. <laughs> One time I fell into a hole. 483 miles from Jackson, Mississippi. Almost the same place you was in. And you know who pulled me out? Great big aunt Wynonna. She said, Ray, grab this stick. And when I get you up to the surface, I'm going to whop you with it. And she whooped me for an hour, Brian Urlach. And that made me the man I am today. How's your family? I'm not talking to you anymore. Not talking is called being mute. My aunt Wynonna's husband, Edgar, was mute. Ray will bring up the point that, uh, Brian, that hair has made you a better man. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I'm Brian Urlacher. That man looked like Humpy Dumpy. You do not look like Humpy Dumpy. So now he's Ricky Anderson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting closer. The more he talks, the more that's what you hear. You look like Humpy Dumpy. I don't, I don't acknowledge the fact that God took your hair and you fake grew it back. You playing God with your head. Ray Lewis don't like that. Not on my watch. It's evil. That's evil hair. That's of the devil hair. That's what my Aunt Winona would tell you. You know what my Aunt Winona would do? Make you shave your hair off, freeze it up in some water, and then whoop you with it. She'd switch it off. You ain't Brian Urlacher. Humpy Dumpy. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be a long Hall of Fame speech. I'm going to be glued. When does he talk? Is he well, when does he opening not talk? it? Or Probably is he ending it's it. It's already started. In the, you're going to hear this. Ladies and gentlemen. 
this year's Hall of Fame inductee from the Chicago Bears, Brian Urlacher, in the crowd. Will be like, yeah. When do I get to tell you know, when I was drafted into the NFL... I was drafted, too! <laughs> uh, I was a first-round choice. I was, too! The All right, you. we're just going to let Ray go ahead and... Uh, let me do your speech, Brian Urlacher. It'll be better, trust me. When Brian Urlacher was inducted into the Hall of Fame, I was sitting right there. I saw it all. If it weren't for me, it wouldn't happen. Brian was drafted in the NFL in the year 1999. I was already in the league at that point. I had over 300 tackles. It's all about me, you see. I had yet to murder anyone, and Brian Urlacher had just started looking like Humpy Dumpy. <laughs> then one last dance to hot in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to do that. I didn't even think of that. Oh, yeah. When they reveal the bus, that hot in here is going to start, and he's going to do that stupid walk to the podium. He did it yesterday. I know. He can't stop doing it. I don't even know if there's music. It was that Hall of Fame music playing, and he was doing it. It's what the people want. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, I'm Jerry Kramer, Green Bay Packer. I've been waiting for 35 years to get into the Hall of Fame. I've been in this. I've been waiting in it for a long time, too. <laughs> anyway. Let me talk. It'll be your turn in a minute. Let me tell you about Jerry Kramer. Jerry Kramer. I had an uncle named Jerry. <laughs> I used to watch Seinfeld. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Somebody silence Ray. Please, can we muzzle him? You can't muzzle a black man, racist. All right. I'm just going to let Ray do my speech, too. That's that's a tough spot if you're the Hall of Fame, because if you put him in the beginning, it'll just make the damn thing so much yeah, exactly. longer. Well, now I understand why Terrell Owens said, no, I'm not going to this one. <laughs> yeah, but you're being inducted. Room. It's How not worth it. Ray? It's not worth it. Not even top him. I don't want to be in the room. And they're not even going to mention him. No. Uh Uh-uh. Good. He dissed us. Terrell Owens got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Said, who's with me? Well, Brian Urlacher and Jerry Kramer. Oh, those are great names. Uh, Ray Lewis, I'm not coming. (laughs) You're not going to the Hall of Fame induction of you? No. Do it without me. I'll I'll have a party at home. Yeah, it'll take all night. I'm not going to that because it's going to start at 7 and uh, ending will... It's going to be like, uh, you know, Guns N' Roses 1993. You never know. You're going home at 5 in the morning. God, I hate Ray Lewis. Something passionate, I hate Ray Lewis. But he is entertaining for all the wrong reasons. He'll be a last. Quiet down, Eric. I was about to say something, but I'm too far away. Oh, here we go. Get close to the microphone. Hello, world. Love you, Ray. I'm going to start my speech now. And I'm going to walk to Canton, Ohio. Talking the whole time. Because I can do that. Choking and killing people. That's what I'm best at. Here are the Murderers Hall of Fame, Ray Lewis. Yeah, I just said it's going to be interesting, but give him a white jacket just for the jokes. Come on, bleach his jacket. Give him a white coat to get in. It's not a gold one for him. Just him. He gets the if white If you're suit. attending, wear a white wear suit. Wear white suits with a little bit of ketchup on them. Please. It's almost worth going to Canton to do. Uh, anyway, Asif Manvi is going to come in here in just a little bit. He was on The Daily Show for a long time. We do a lot of stuff that makes people uncomfortable. He did it to their face Yeah. on The Daily Show. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to him next. He's over at Stand Up Live this week. It should be a great weekend of comedy. We've got some good stuff going on here. Uh, if you're on Crockett over there at the Improv, Asif Manvi, uh, downtown Stand Up Live. Two of the best comedy shows 
uh, or comedy venues in all of America, and you proved it by selling out the uh, comedy festival. It's coming in October. It's already sold out. I'm blown away. Three months away, and you guys have already knocked it out. Uh, we'll talk to Mr. Monfi next. It's 98 KUPD. Uh, 8.14 in the morning sickness, and uh, Asif Manvi is going to come in here in just a little bit. You remember him from The Daily Show. He was the uh, Middle Eastern-looking correspondent. I believe they called him the the, the foreign-looking correspondent, which was hilarious. Uh, he was great on that show. He's going to be here. And uh, also, Joshua Ristow. Congratulations, Josh. You got yourself a four-pack of tickets to Mike's Hard Lemonade VIP table tonight to see Mr. Manvi right there at Stand Up Live at 10 o'clock this evening. You, too, can get involved in that. Over, uh, You can uh, crank up the app on the phone. You can go to 98kpd.com, find out how you can win your four-pack of VIP tickets to Mike's Hard Lemonade. Uh, their awesome table right there at Stand Up Live and see some great live comedy right here in our time, our, our time, our town. Asif uh, Manvi is going to join us next. It's 98kupd. 98 KUPD, it's 818, and Asif Manvi, you, this is the first time you've been here. We've been on the air for eight. There's your microphone way over there. I don't know what it's oh, doing no. way over there. There he oh, here is. Here I am. <laughs> you looked at me like, you guys didn't give me a stick. What am I, what am I doing here? We'll um, tell you what he's doing. We'll pantomime. He'll pantomime, and we'll explain yeah, yeah. it to the it's audience. literally live on the air. Yeah, there you go. The there's no microphone. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've yes, not been here I've never been on to, our show. I've never been to your show. I'm First time in Phoenix. First ever. Yeah. Why have I, you been dodging us? I, uh, you know, I, it, it's always, I, I what have pass you heard? through, I pass through yeah, sometimes. <laughs> what have you heard? Yeah. What, what is <laughs> well, the I've reputation? Heard, I've heard, the, I've heard the weather is insane here. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked That's about what that. That's I've heard. I've heard every time I try to come <laughs> through, come to Phoenix, there's a dust storm. Yeah. Like, it's like, and you're uh, like, where's the grapple? Right. I'm, yeah. I need grapple. Yeah, we <laughs> talked weather earlier and it's, uh, um, it's unfortunate that that's how we started our no, relationship. But I'm excited to be here. It's kind of, it's great. 110 degrees, dust storms. Who doesn't want to be here? Perfect. Come on. Now, uh, you're probably most remembered for the daily show stuff yeah. which i loved Thank like the you. things you did and i actually wonder do you think because it was 2005 six about when you were there 2006 is when i started okay yeah yeah so do you think that in this incredibly safe age <laughs> we could still have the brown correspondent just out of the blue oh yeah you think it'll be all right there yeah. i think it's fine you yeah. think it's fine but do you yeah. think someone would get upset if we had the brown correspondent. A, I love the foreign-looking correspondent. Yeah, that yeah. was one was, of my favorite things well, you we, guys ever We did. always made up those titles, and then people would really attach our identity to those titles. So sometimes it was like I was the Middle East correspondent, sometimes I was the foreign-looking correspondent, sometimes the brown correspondent. Right. And we were parodying the news, obviously. Sure. So it was like, I was, but honestly, I think at one point John Oliver was the Middle East correspondent. Yeah. Like it, was like, <laughs> it was like whatever we needed that day. Like They were like, ugh. Like, do. Yeah, and uh, and one time I think I was like the the Tampa correspondent. Like it was like you were the guy. Of Tampa. Yeah, I was like because I'm you know from there, so right. it was like whatever we needed, we would just throw up those little I can't cry on things. Well, yeah, but, and on. the point that is interesting. I wonder if there there would definitely be more complaints. I don't know. Complaints. That's what I don't know maybe. What do you mean well, complaints? Because just the way it is, everybody right seems now. to like so want to be outraged at everything, even stuff yeah. they like. They want. Seth Rogen just apologized yesterday for a movie he's filming because the stand-in kid wasn't as black as the kid in the movie and they needed oh. to light him so they added a little dark makeup and they said he did blackface and he's oh, 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 everybody's wow. screaming wow. Wow. he had an afro and added a fat suit too wow. no come on well he had to the stand-in wasn't exactly oh, the right, same right. size to get the lighting oh to get Robert. the yeah, right. yeah. it could have found a fat black kid though. yeah i know but then then you're out there going i need a fat black kid no not you you're not black enough no not you now you're well, now the biggest listen, I, in the world. I, i've been in hollywood a long time and i know they have no problem with that they have no problem with being like yeah you're not fat enough for this like yeah. that's completely acceptable yeah. in the world of hollywood like yeah. it would not apply anywhere else you couldn't not get a job because you're not fat you're enough. not fat enough or not handsome enough like you know that and then if they brought totally that kid normal. in maybe it's body shaming 
that if they didn't put yeah. the suit on the right. other kid, right. you're going to bring it. Oh, it's just so touchy. For... It's 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 you know we are living in 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 very uh, in, in a time right now where I think we have this polarization. We have we we have such tremendous uh, progressive movements going sure. on. You know, around like and and look, I, I'm glad. Like I I want to be woke, and I want to, and I'm glad right. we're here at the point in our cultural evolution where you know I always talk about the fact. I mean, I talk about it in my show. You know, the idea that like. The, the the when the boot of racism is on your neck, you yeah. can't worry about somebody mispronouncing your name or calling you fat. So the <laughs> right. fact that we are at that place where we're worried about these things now or talking about these things, it means that we've progressed. It means that we've come to this place where we can have these conversations about like, hey, you know, I, I, I this is yeah, you can bring is, it up. I, I've been shamed by this for a long time, and it's right. not just about you know. Uh, the, the overt hand of racism. It's it's right. it's you know I talk a lot about microaggressions in my in my sure. in my stand-up track, which doesn't sound funny, but it's hilarious. People, <laughs> I make it man. very funny. It's very hilarious. It is not um, a speech about yeah, microaggressions. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are jokes. Yeah. yeah, and then and then on the other side, you've got this like you know populism, nationalism happening in our country, where there's a sort of a backlash to that. You know, right. where you've got a lot of people who like. Uh, are suddenly uh, coming out with their, you know, like a lot of KKK members are suddenly like <laughs> yeah. taken to the streets. No, you know they, what they, mean? Want you their, they want their voice heard. Right. So it's, yeah. it's like we're in this interesting and very But don't you think, though, that, place, like, not to know? make this all about that, but don't you think that it's kind of one of those things where we just have too much coverage of everything? It used to be the KKK would make noise well, and people would ignore them. Yes. And well, now we film it and we see exactly yes. how loony it is. Like, like hey, we shouldn't want to know. Coverage, right? Well, social media has changed yeah. and, and, you know, will forever change the entire landscape of how we talk right. about things and how we does cover it get things better and, yeah. uh, i does know it get more effective i mean like how can you yeah. uh <clears throat> i mean this is i mean look we're all i look at you guys and i'm i'm thinking look, we're, all, we're all old guys here we're <laughs> oh, yeah. all old guys yeah. <laughs> and we're we're going to be dead soon but the, but the reality is social media and those and what you know like what my 14 15 16 year old nieces do yeah. i don't have three nieces i have one niece <laughs> she's 16 i forgot how old she was <laughs> In the range, she's in that range, yeah, you know fourteen what I mean? to seventeen. Oh so, yeah, so yeah. she's and I look at her and I'm just like, you know, social media is just part of her DNA. It's just yeah. she's constantly like talking about, you know, and this is the world that we're in now, where it's just like yeah. this constant communication. Everything is talked about constantly. See, I tell that are, to, this is my theory on that, and I, I'm, you're exactly right because to me, people our age yeah. are always saying stuff like, "Oh, it's just so hard to be." A kid. I'm like, no, 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 this is all they know. This is what they know. This is they, know? they don't understand right. bullying any right. other way. Right. They don't understand like right. well, our bullying was physical. Theirs is a different. Don't try to right. don't try to say I could never handle this. Right. That's all they know. Yeah, and I think the, the, and look, I'm a, a, a the the culture is has evolved to this place, whether you want to say devolved right. or evolved, yeah. you know, but it's come here and this is where we are. And there, this is what, I mean, I, I saw a kid in the airport the other day. He was like five years old mm -hmm. and he was, had an iPad and he was just working this thing yeah. like a, a wizard, computer yeah. scientist. <laughs> like I was like, and I felt like such an old dude, like watching him. And I was like, this is what it is. Yeah. And there's, and, and we're not going back, you know, no. to, to the way it was when you and I were growing up, you know? So I yeah. think. Look, I, I I think there's positives and negatives to it, but I but I do think social media has changed the way we talk about right. things and the immediacy of things. You know, look, the, on the good side, you can now – if somebody is behaving in a way, you know, especially like law enforcement or whatever, right. you, get people get video right. it and they put it out there and we're getting right. – we're being exposed now to a lot more stuff that was right. always happening. Yeah, right. 
But we just didn't know about it. You know yeah. what I mean? We we didn't know that this was going on. Now it's like, oh, this stuff some is good, some bad, some yeah. good, some. Don't some you think bad. devil's it's, advocate to that yeah. is that we're just exposing the fact that we're all assholes? I think we are. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's what really is. When push comes to shove, <laughs> right. I think that's our assholes. And we're being filmed <laughs> being assholes more often than ever. It's it's true. Yeah. You know? And I think it really kind of makes us realize, wow, yeah, there aren't many non-assholes out there. We're kind of all assholes. And look, on the positive side, you want to say like, does it hold us to a higher standard? Does it force us to like? You know, it's it's like therapy. When you when you yeah. go to therapy, you kind of go like, all right, I gotta now confront certain things about exactly. myself that I'm not so happy and excited about confronting. Exactly. You know, the and asshole I look side at, of you. Right, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so uh, so if we all admit we, we were assholes ourselves, the world yeah. would be a better place. It probably we could was. confront our oh, yeah. own yeah. holiness. Yeah, I like that's that. true. You know, we I mean, solve the world's problems. All, but I, I think and, it turns. People, uh, yeah, it's a magnification. Sure. The yeah. ass gets bigger. Yes. With the, uh, yes, right. exactly. Media. Sure, yeah, right. you know. And, uh, are you and like me? Are you looking forward to virtual reality or just shut this oh, whole thing? Oh, I love virtual I reality. Wait. I can't wait. I, I actually have a friend in L.A. who has who, uh, those goggles, yeah. you know, the, the, the thing, and, and uh, I got in that thing. It's and awesome. they have, okay, so <laughs> this <laughs> this goes back to us all being assholes. Basically, <laughs> there's a game that they had which was called Bar Fight. Okay, it's called bar fight, and you basically put on these goggles. You are in a three D environment of a bar, like oh. it's it's a and and basically you can just and there's people populating the bar, and, and you, you just go up and you just punch somebody in the face and start picking a fight and throw. You can throw chairs out the window. You can, oh. It is. I did that thing for four hours. Like I, yeah. it was like a workout. Like I you don't want to go home. No, because no. it was so. I mean, this is you know. You're standing. You're actually throwing the punches, right? You are because yeah. you've got the things in your hand, right? Oh, and yeah. you've got like this avatar that you're like walking around this bar, and you p start a fight. Somebody punches you. You always lose because <laughs> right. like eventually. Oh yeah, they're all right. We got two right, comfortable. Right, That's right. Beat the crap out of you. We've had trouble with this before. Don't worry. Um, so, uh, there's a delay on this. Yeah, right? oh, yeah you're oh, fine. You're fine. No, trust me. I need it more than anything. Uh, yeah. But they, you know, and, and, and my wife, I, I got done. My wife was literally like, what? Wh why are you so why, hard? Why, why was that so <laughs> fun for glow. you? Like, there's that was so your face. fun. It taps was like, it taps that was the greatest game yeah. ever. I got to just beat people yeah. up. Our <laughs> inner desire to just thrash society. Yeah, it is. It's, it, it was yeah. very therapeutic. You just oh. got to get up there and just, and it's, and it's crazy because, you know, like the guys are, in the in the game, the guys are like three times bigger than me. I would oh, never right. in my life pick a fight with any yeah. of them. You know, Hello. and it's a confidence booster because you're kicking the crap out of giants. Yeah, oh, exactly. I want in on oh, this so, so bad. Great. You could get it. It's oh. uh, it's on. It's and then you can take like a pool cue and whack somebody over the head with that. There was a whole gumball oh. machine that I realized <laughs> I could pick up and throw at a guy. And <laughs> awesome! Yeah. I gotta get in on this. See, I can, everything I see about it, it's like, man, I can disappear from this. Yeah, and I don't know that I'm ever gonna want to go exactly. back once see, they develop supermodel right. sex and like. I feel like food. if I feel like if Trump had access to one of those, oh. it would help us a lot. I think if yeah. he could Best spend tweets. a couple hours every day just beating people up don't in a virtual him. bar, he would be he would like get a lot of, the, of that out of him. And his next speech, he wouldn't comes be tweeting back. as much. Yeah. Not you know what? Tweet. Last night I spent the entire night fighting America, <laughs> fighting for America <laughs> in a bar, beating the tar of everything. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good Trump. I, I Maybe that's what they do when they uh, close the doors when he's meeting with the leaders. <laughs> yeah, in the private. Put the mask on the guy. He's like, right. Yeah, and that's They're why. That's why it. his speeches seem so crazy. Right. It's because yeah. he's actually they put him in a virtual. Right. Look, last night Putin last and night, I wrestled Putin for four hours uh, with a bear. I won both fights. We're fine. America's strong. 
That's okay. Just ignore it. We'll <laughs> yeah, tell you. We'll, we'll tell, tell you in two years. Later. Two years, we're going to tell yeah, you what's going what's on. What's really going on? Now you got to sit with a lot of powerful people while mm. you were on the Daily Show. And, Some, yeah. yeah. And you came from the world of acting, comedy. I mean, I have to ask you this because I saw an interview with you. Yeah. And I wrote this down because I, I didn't want to screw it up. Streetmosphere yeah. is, oh part my of, gosh. is part of your life. And I watched yeah. someone interview about Streetmosphere. Yeah. And I, I they didn't follow up. They didn't They didn't follow up? Somebody, you had, you, they said you were the oh. American Dream. You worked at Disneyland when right, you first. Right, right, yes. And you said, yes, I was part of something called Streetmosphere. And they didn't ask me what it was. And I'm like, and what's what Streetmosphere? Yeah. It made me look up Streetmosphere. Streetmosphere, um, <laughs> if those of you have ever been down to Disney World in right. Orlando. I, so my first job out of school, because I, I, I grew up in England, and then my parents, my family moved to Tampa, Florida when I was right. in high school. And then I got my first acting gig out of college. Uh, was at the Disney MGM Studios in Orlando, and it was the year that it opened, and we had what was called Streetmosphere, which is actors who it, – it, it's street atmosphere it's, it, right. is what it is. And we would just dress up, and, and MGM Studios was designed to look like 1930s Hollywood. Right. And so we would dress up like characters in 1930s Hollywood, like – you know, Keystone Cops yeah, and right. gossip gangsters. columnists and gangsters and agents and, and uh, cabbies and whatever, right. you know. and Newsies. And, and newsies, exactly. Right. And we would just be like citizens of Hollywood. And then people would come into the park and they would interact with us and we'd do like stupid sketches and just right. little games and stuff. And we just screw around with people. Was it improv? Because you know? I read it. It was improv, okay. yeah. When I read yeah. it, I'm like, you guys just would improv stuff, which we makes would just me laugh. improvise, like, just... Like we would tightly run do, improv. Yeah. Right. Well, it was not even always Disney, tightly though. run. So, well, well, you couldn't. Yes. You, well, you couldn't, couldn't use you the f word. You couldn't right, drop the right. f bomb hey, on people. Know. You couldn't like. And but actually, we would, do, we would do crazy things. Like we would actually, and it's amazing what people will do. Like you know, at Disney World, people will come in with their strollers, right? right. Yeah. And we would have like toddlers in strollers. We would get five moms with five toddlers in strollers, and we would have stroller races. Yeah. Down Hollywood Boulevard in the in the studio, and we'd just be like, "All right, you going for me?" And 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 there was no prize, by the way. There was no prize. No flare pins. Yeah. No nothing. And right. people would people risk it. the lives of their children <laughs> to just win this, like, no prize competition. Especially on those rental strollers. Yeah. On, the, on the internet, when I looked up Streetmosphere, though, I laughed because it's a Disney-fied 1930s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Like, you, you... Would have I, I would probably not, not, have, not have, have had lived that job. There. Yeah, yeah. I would not <laughs> have been hit you right and it would have been great for you to say, "We're going to do stroller yeah. races." By the way, right. I'm not being paid for this <laughs> because it's 1933 Hollywood. They just dress me up and make me yeah, do it. Yeah. You don't want to know what happens if I, I say I won't do it. It wasn't exactly the most diverse period <laughs> what was in American your, history. Uh, what was your get-up usually? So I used to. So there was this amazing uh, 1937 Desoto that they had remodeled, and it was a old 1930s cab. And I would play this New York City cab driver, but I did him like as his name was Manjou, named after the uh, 1930s character actor right. Adolf Manjou. Oh yeah. And um, so I would do him as a Joe Pesci type character. I'd be like, right. "How you doing? What's the matter? Hey, uh, <laughs> come on, let's go. Hey, I want to get in my cab here, yeah, you know." And I would play him like this New Yorker, Italian like, who was New Yorker, Italian kind of. sort of New Yorker who was transplanted to Hollywood, and people loved it. The, yeah. You know, it was it was, and we would do things like. So I had a buddy of mine who was a, who would play a uh, sort of Keystone Cop type character, right. and literally one of the games we would play, and we would do it all afternoon. This is the kind of you know this is how I got paid as, yeah. a, as a young actor. We would I would open the door. <laughs> he would come over and be like, "No, listen, you got to move your cab. You can't uh, park it." it was, there was no engine in this thing. Right. It was just sitting there as a showpiece. And he's like, "You got to move it." Yeah, yeah, I, I lost my keys, officer. I can't find my key. And I was like, and then I'd be like, "Listen, 
Will you not give me a ticket if I can put 300 people in the back of this cab? You can't put 300 people in the back of this cab. I can put 300 people. You're like, you show me you can put 300. So what I would do is I'd open the door on one side and open the door on the other side. And the guests who would be standing there, we just have them go through. through the cab and come out the other side. Right. And the guy would stand there and be like, 28, 29, yeah. 104. And we'd spend like... An hour doing that, and people thought it <laughs> they was were the killing. most fun thing they'd yeah. ever done. So now, we just if, goof around. Was there a grizzled old uh, street atmospherian that wasn't making it in the world of acting that was there too long? That or you the just best. Knew? I or think, the best. I, you know, that job, I have to say, like, there's probably people still there today that were there when I, you really? know, now. now oh, I, I think so. They've got to be miserable. Well, so know, much <laughs> happiness in their day. Can't, you can't go home and not drink it away. <laughs> you know, I think that it, 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 was, it was one of the most fun and... Uh, Sort of like it was. We ended up being like this family, you know. Like it was like yeah. an improv company. So it was. It How was long actually. Did you do that? I did that for a year, no, and then I got that, fired. Right? It's for what? I got fired because they thought that my character was insulting the guests too much, <laughs> and I was like, "People love it. What are you talking yeah. about?" They're like, "Yeah, we don't think it's so." Yeah. So then I went and worked at Universal Studios, which had just opened down the street, right? And I did. A, I did a show there for a little while, and then I moved to New York, and then uh, you know, and then it definitely it, was uh, sounds more fun than being a uh, yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah, Brady was oh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Kings you know Island. those those. Uh, I mean, it was a blast, but you can't do the uh, you know yeah. you, you can't can talk your improv skills. Right. go so far, and then you get abused by uh, oh, kids you, at you know, oh, that ten to eleven year old. The girls who the, 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 the we used to share the trailer with the with the girls who would play Mickey and Minnie yeah, and right. on all those characters. And those people got abused, man. Yeah, they, they had, were like they, you'd always have two people around you. Like, oh yeah, only certain characters. Oh yeah, this is an interesting crazy. question because a lot of times you end up falling for people you work with and stuff. Uh -huh. Did you ever date a girl who was mini and like mm, <sighs> get into? No, that? I never dated a girl who was mini. I did a, a, a couple of people there when I was working. You know, I was there but for like a their, while. But like their costumes were on the ground in your room at any time. That would be kind of <laughs> yeah, surreal. Yeah, there's, there's the mini. Look over and it see was, the head. Yeah. It's like it was mm. always like it, it was no, that never actually happened because we'd walk into our trailer and there would be just heads on the wall it was like it was like some Accident kind of Disney. weird like you know and you had to you, you know we had to uh oh, you know part man. of the thing you, you spray them down because there's they stink three, three yeah. different people and oh, yeah. each one in of those, those outfits Ugh. you know different shifts oh yeah yeah You're only one that day but another guy working on the yeah. other days Ugh. oh yeah well with another job i had when i was in college just making you know trying to like uh, pay the bills was i i used to be the easter bunny in the mall <laughs> and, I, and me and my buddy used to go down and share shifts and he would be the morning shift, and I'd be the afternoon shift, and he would sweat like a crazy oh. person. And have to get into this Easter bunny oh, costume. The moist he, and it, bunny. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, yeah. we, we always had we had a jumpsuit oh. that you put on. Yeah. Oh, and, and after every shift, right. you, you there's wash. You know, we should have had that. Oh. We should have had that. Throw up. We were just naked. Oh. But once it gets, there's a reason your family left Mumbai, <laughs> and it's exactly Mando these outfits. In the bunny suit. Good God. <laughs> Uh, Steve Monvi is at Stand Up Live this weekend. If you want to go, 480-719-6100. And, uh, you Peter can Rabbit another. has a carrot down there. <laughs> StandUpLive.com. <laughs> when you were on The Daily Show, though, you, were, you, you, did, you got kind of thrown into the fire relatively fast, and you had to go interview like some, some serious people. With, yeah. Did they, at first, they, they knew The Daily Show was interviewing them, or how did you guys set that up? Yeah, we never, we never uh, fooled people. We never, we never told people we were somebody How were they so – how – because you took advantage of it so often how stupid they were. And yeah, well, honestly, people – here's the thing I learned very early on was that people want to be on camera. Yeah. They, they have a story to tell, and sometimes they, we're the only people talking to them. Um, but people get passionate, and they want to they tell their story. They want to, like, speak. And when you put a camera in people's face, they get a lobotomy. 
Yeah. It really does happen. <laughs> the and they ones. will just you get say, up in that. Yeah. yeah. You know, we used to have a saying at The Daily Show, which was uh, called effing the chicken, right? It <laughs> right. was called, I mean, we <laughs> right. didn't, they'd say we, it. We actually, it. Right. And, and, and what that meant was, and, and if you go back and look at old clips, sometimes you'll hear John refer to it as well, where it basically meant that, like, it's that moment in the interview when you're talking to somebody and they say that thing. Yeah. That they wish they had never said, right? Or their lawyers wish they had never said, <laughs> right. you know. And we would, and if you could get a couple of those in every interview, you were golden. Like you knew right. you were, you know. And and so that was always the goal to sort of like which get seems people like to the open goal up. on everything. Yeah, news, well, you had them every oh, time. Sure, yeah, press conferences. Yeah. Yeah. But we would talk to people sometimes for an hour. We never, we never edited for content. We edited sometimes for time because right. we would sometimes those interviews would be like three, four hours right. long. But we would sometimes talk to somebody for an hour and just have a normal conversation before right. we dropped the, the thing and they said, you know, they got comfortable enough to right. where they were really opening up and then suddenly said this this thing. Did it ever go wrong? Did somebody at the end go, I know what you did? Oh, yeah, people would sometimes. How do you we handle We get sued. We get, we, yeah, but I mean like right there on the well, spot. We're saying thanks for the interview something. and stuff. It, right, never, it only happened to me once where there was a woman I was talking to, and she was convinced that her kids learning Chinese in school was going to turn them into communists. Course, I mean, these well, are the kind of, of people we're talking logical. to. That's so, you know, like she was like, and so I was doing a whole game with her about you know, learning Chinese and how dangerous it is and, you know, and, and, and communism. And she knew nothing about communism, by right. the way. And so in the middle of the interview, like as I'm sort of teaching her, I, I did a game with her where I was like teaching her Chinese. Her son was sitting off to the side and he said, um, Mom, I think they're making fun of you. And she was like, they are? And, she was, and then he was like, yeah, we're done. We're done here. And, they, and he pulled her out of the interview. That was the only time. How old time. was he? He was like in his 30s. She oh, was okay. Older, I thought, she was oh, like, I yeah, thought maybe 60s, you know, but... Uh, but he pulled her out of the interview, and he was like, "Mom, really? you're you're not doing this." I had that, and then I had one, and then sometimes people. I had, I had a woman that I spoke to in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, who was opposed to a mosque being built down there, right? right? And and her argument was that one in five Muslims are terrorists. And I said, <laughs> and then she looked at me and she said, "Well, you know, do the math." And I and I'm Indian, so I did the math very quickly, right there on the spot. And I said to her, I said, "So you're telling me there's 250 million terrorists right yeah. now?" Yeah. And she said, "Uh huh." And I was like, "Well, then I don't know what's taking us so long. Yeah, this should be wrapped up by Christmas right. time. There's like, there's no like if there's 250 million of us, what the caliphate just writes itself, right. you know? Yeah. Like it's just yeah. And Game she, over. And then she said to me, she goes. Uh, you know, she her, she's fancied herself to be a uh, a stand up comedian, and she started oh, saying God. all this stuff that was so inflammatory. And I just let her talk. Yeah. I was just like, okay, go, because because she said, oh, can I? We turned off the cameras, and then she said, can you put it back on again? And 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 she said, because I wanted to. Because she said to me, she goes, you know. Uh, I said to her, I said, you know, I'm, I'm Muslim. And she said, yeah, yeah, I know. And then we turned the cameras off, and then her husband was off the side. He was like, honey, when he says uh, he's Muslim, you should say nobody's perfect. That would be <laughs> oh funny. Yeah. And I said, would you want to say that? And she on. said, yeah. And so we turned the cameras back on, and I said, go ahead. And then she said, nobody's perfect. And I, we had it on That's camera. Hilarious. And then we played it, and then she was mad at us because she wow. was, like, getting hate mail, not from Muslims, yeah. From just regular people, people being yeah. on, like, what, yeah. what are you what are doing? You doing? Like, and uh, and, she, and she was, and I said, you know, you told us you wanted, you thought it was funny. Yeah. So you, you we let you be funny, it. you know. Oh, yeah. And oh, so God. people didn't. Sometimes people don't realize how their bigotry and hatred. Yeah. So knowing that plays. and doing those interviews and knowing how you set it up and yeah. that, what do you think of? I don't know if you've seen it, but this is America. 
that uh, Sasha. Yeah, the oh, Sasha we are America. Who is America? Who is America? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I think you know, uh, I think he's very funny, and I've yeah. watched the show. Um, sometimes I feel with that, like it, it's sort of low hanging fruit yeah. because you're like going after people who. Uh, you're trying you're, to you're fool. Sort of, you, yeah, you're yeah. kind of trying to fool them into something. You know, it's sadder and, but again, than it is funny to you. You find out politicians get you find out the, kind yeah. of that zone so exactly. quick. Yes, yeah. you do. You you kind of, you know, you go into this place of like, oh, well, they're willing to say. The thing about politicians, and this is why I hated interviewing politicians on The Daily Show, was that you'll never get a real answer out right. of them. They're just going to try to say whatever they think needs to be said. So they're, they're never going to confront you they're just going to play the the safe line talk you know? about trying to read people yeah or read yeah. the crowd that they're there or who they're addressing exactly and, and so yeah. they're never and so it was very it was always more interesting to me to talk to real people who were who were saying real things you know right. because politicians i always found they were too guarded and they talking points and you never got the truth did you ever get like starstruck or taken aback by who you were talking to and like i'm going to struggle to get them to f the chicken um i'm trying like I never, somebody that's I, like man he's good yeah, yeah. I never, I never spoke to. I mean, I never spoke to anybody that I was particularly starstruck by. We, but I, you know, I mean, it wasn't like I got to interview Muhammad Ali. Or, right. You know, <laughs> it was usually some chicken. like crazy person in Las Vegas or right. something. Yeah. You know, all so, this impersonator. Yeah. But I, but it was. It, there was always. You did go into that mindset of like when you when you saw them going down that rabbit hole. Yeah. And it was there was there was a a, a, a sort of a, a, a bloodthirstiness that yeah. Daily Show Greased correspondents developed, <laughs> which is like, oh, here we go, we're getting it now, you know. And uh, and sometimes it was great. Yeah. I mean, I talked to a guy in North Carolina once who just went on a rampage with uh, with the N word. Like he just started using the N word and just talking about racism, and, and, and he yeah. got fired the next day because he was right. a Republican. Uh, uh, council person down there and, <laughs> and started talking about how lazy black people shouldn't be allowed to vote. And I was like, I just sat back let and him was go. like, I'm just going to let this bus drive yeah. right off. The yeah. My job at that point was to shut up and just let him talk. So sometimes we'd have that. And Isn't it great, like the guy though? in the Die Hard movie. Did you get that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. There's exactly. no training for it, though. Just go no. sit with a, sit with a, a nutball, ball, ask it's, him two questions. You know, when I started crushing after when that. I started on the show, I, they didn't send me out right away because right. I had no training in this. And I remember Samantha B actually said to me, she said, no one can teach you how to do this job because yeah. we're the only place that does it. For a long time, we were the only place doing it. And uh, and you just got to learn on the job. Like, you just got to go out there and fail a bunch yeah. of times and figure it out. It's fast. And, and, and I did. I went out there. And then eventually you get an angle on it and how to – but it is a kind of uh, playing chess on three different levels because you're thinking about, like, how this is going to play, what yeah. question to ask them, what we what's going to happen in the edit, you know, like all of that stuff you're trying to so – Because yeah, you're dancing with the final ground. product and he's yeah. just telling you a story. Yeah, exactly. That's brutal. You know? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Steve Monby at Stand Up Live this weekend. And aside from – do you miss The Daily Show doing that stuff? I mean, is it something you like – or was it I, just such it a – it had to be a drain. No, it, it, I, honestly, I do miss it sometimes yeah. because especially today, you know, with all the oh. craziness that's going on. But I feel like um, – it was, but I, but I'm thankful for it. I'm glad I left when I left. Yeah. I left when John left, and the, and it was time for yeah. me to leave. And uh, it was a great training ground for me. It was, it was. I got to work with some of the funniest, smartest that people on TV. Writers' room and the correspondence room. Is yeah, the who's was, who of who was amazing. Of, of everybody on yeah, TV. Yeah, so it was, it was it was an amazing place, and and you know, and uh, people forget I, Steve Carell. 
Oh, I mean, all the well, people. Well, we don't really. On. No, you don't yeah. forget him. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. people are trying to forget. No, people forgot that he was there, Rob. Oh, Rigo, yeah, all those yeah. people that you all, see all, all the time. All these people that you see all the time. Yeah. You know, it's so. been a launch. It's the old Saturday Night Live. It used to launch careers. That right, thing was right. ten in a no, row. No, it's so, great. I mean, yeah. and and I feel very honored to have been have been part yeah. of it. You know, it was, yeah, it was fun to watch. That's yeah. for darn sure. Uh, and now you now what are you doing? Are you doing the stand up live? I'm doing the stand up live here in Phoenix. I'm doing more stand up. I'm writing stuff. I have a couple of doing a. I'm doing back to theater. I'm doing theater, and I'm doing yeah. movies, and I'm shooting a movie this fall. You're too busy. Are you married? I'm Do you working. have free I'm time? I'm married. I got nobody's married. Nobody's perfect. When did you get I'm married? Yeah, nobody's, know, perfect. nobody's I mean, perfect. You're Muslim. You're still doing that, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. You're going to stick to that thing. Um, I got married uh, last summer. No kidding. Yeah. How long was the uh, courtship? It was about three years. No kidding. She finally convinced me. No, yeah. it was no, it was it was an amazing. We had this big Indian wedding down really? in, down in Atlanta. That, that's where uh, they that's, have those. Yeah, I know. That's where they all are. <laughs> they're all there. Like, all, you think they're in India. They're not. They're in Atlanta. That's where the people from uh, India go to get married <laughs> right. is Atlanta. Uh, no, my wife is from there. So we got married at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. What is an is, Indian wedding? I've never been. So it's it's a lot of fun. You yeah, should go. The food is unbelievable. And it goes on for like three days. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it was amazing. I got to draw. I got. I, I rode on a horse down Peachtree Street with Bhangra. People nice. dancing in no the street. No kidding. All of our white friends showed up. They were like, this is the greatest thing ever. We never been. And we did an interfaith wedding, so it was a Muslim Hindu wedding. Oh wow! And so, uh, it, and we did it on the stage at the Fox Theater. If you don't know what the Fox Theater, it's where it's a huge, uh, beautiful theater in downtown Atlanta, and it's um, not downtown; it's it's actually in Atlanta, but uh, it's where Prince actually did his last concert. Oh really? And you yeah. know, it, Chris Rock is performing. So it's a monster. There. It's, it's a, a big huge deal. place. Yeah, four thousand wow. seats. But we put our guests on the stage with us. Um, and so we had the whole ceremony and everything on the stage at the Fox Theater. It was beautiful. How cool is that? Um, but People Magazine covered it. It was kind of a cool. Uh, it was kind of a cool event. Did you allow that, or were they just there? Uh, no, we allowed it. Yeah. We, we said, you know, uh, we'll, we'll get, get some get some press. And How cool is that? Were there some uh, Bollywood? Heavy hitters involved. In uh, no, no Bollywood heavy hitters. I did invite some of my uh, Daily Show folks who oh, okay. came down yeah. and stuff, you know. But uh, it was great. It was. How uh, many relatives came over to the states? Uh, we didn't. She had some people and uh, come over from India. I had all my Indian relatives were like, "Yeah, he's finally getting married. Good for him." Yeah. The thing about <laughs> it is, you. when you get married, right, and yeah. you're young, your friends are like, "Oh my God, it's amazing! So congratulations!" True. When you get married for the first time and you're fifty, your friends are like, "Why? Why are you getting are you married? Doing? What are you doing? Like, Good what? for you? I'll send you <laughs> something. Like this yeah, yeah, wasn't exactly. working out. Yeah, it's like, what? What do you mean? Yeah." And so, so why weren't you married prior to your 50s? Because I have major uh, commitment issues. Is you that know, right? I'm a screwed up. No, I, you know. <laughs> you're me a mess? And my wife, me and my wife are both messes, and we just found each other, you know. Is that, do you uh, believe that's true, that you're messy and you found another mess? Yeah, Isn't I think that's great? what it is. It's a beautiful I, that's thing. That's what they, you know, they always say that it's about, oh, you got to find, it's this thing. And I've had all that sort of, like, thing where it's like, oh, romance and thing. And then, right. and then I found a woman who basically is screwed up in the same way that right. I'm screwed up, and our screwed upness matches and works Perfect. together. Right. And when we're when we're great, we're awesome, you know. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like we just fell in love because we were like, "Oh yeah, we, we both uh, we're both scared to death of getting married." Like, yeah. you know, she's uh, well, let's do it. in her forties, uh, and and so like we both waited a long time. But sometimes when you wait that long, also you end up with the right person that you yeah. should have been with. Yeah. All you know, like now you say now she screwed up, but she was never married prior to her forties. She wasn't married. So just red either. flags all around both of you. <laughs> There's yeah, something wrong crazy. with both of you at that point, match. especially like a woman. But you know what's great is that like we are so we're it's like she's the person who 
uh, I, I, this sounds very woo-woo, and, uh, but, but it's like I feel like I've grown as a human being. Oh, my God. Put that on but, Facebook. But knowing her <laughs> and being with her and being in this relationship. She makes she, you a better man. She yeah. has. To, you know, it's made me a better partner. I She's was, clearly was, listening right now. Right. This is right. very well done. I didn't, I didn't know you brought her. I didn't she see her in the hallway. She lives She's, in Phoenix. Oh, we, I we see. Live okay. We live I get apart. It. I get it. Smart. That's why it works. Best marriage yeah. ever. Yeah. Best marriage ever. My wife and I have separate beds now. Is that right? We're still, is that her choice? No. We had separate bedrooms. I sleep like a star fish oh really i have to sleep like huge oh, and i've got pillows all over me a selfish a person, selfish prick yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. like look in bed i'm a selfish prick right. there's no yeah, doubt yeah. about it sleeping and otherwise <laughs> very so caring like, another activity what's the problem with being comfortable right if we care about each other yeah, this yeah. shouldn't have yeah. to no, be look, I, you get to make it up that's yeah. i tell my wife all the time in a relationship, in a marriage, we get to make it up. There's no, there's no sort of like way we should do things. Right. I don't you believe it. You gotta figure out no. what you works. You figure out what works for you guys. You know. And, remember how great it was. Sometimes it takes twenty years. But sometimes, yeah. sometimes it never happens. Yeah, never, it never, used to be so great when you'd uh, go over to your girlfriend's house and you'd, you'd have sex and stuff, and then you'd yeah. have to leave. And then you leave. Right. This is this is a small version of what. Small like I go to her that. bed, and I'm like, well, I gotta get yeah, out of here. I gotta yeah, get yeah, up I'm early. I'll be over there. No, and look, I can see, I can, I can see the appeal in that. It keeps, it keeps a level of. Romance. You don't have oh. to sleep with somebody when you're fighting with them. You know exactly. what I mean? Like it's, yeah. like, it's that thing. Right? Oh, so, and you don't have to go to another. You get your own bed. Yeah. Nobody's touching your yeah, cold yeah. feet. Oh. The blanket issues. Now my over. wife is not listening. By the way. Yeah. No, okay, no, I out. hope she's not yeah. listening now. Yeah. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Give it a couple years. You guys are still like in that. We're still in the honeymoon stage. Uh, We're still yeah. spooning. That, We're still yeah. spooning. Oh, you are. You clearly don't live in Phoenix. You wake up like you've been. Oh greased. yeah, you've got. Oh, oh god, get away! Yeah. No, that's oh. the beauty of New York winters. Yeah, you know, open yeah. the windows just a little. Yeah, the heat can still run. Oh. Yeah. oh, not here. No, <laughs> just wake up like. No, you've been I know. Buttered. I lived in Florida. There's no. There's Ugh. no. Uh, oh man, no. when the swamp kicks uh, in, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. But you have a dry heat here, though. Does yeah. it doesn't get humid. Well, it gets. Well, it's it dry. Just hot. Swamping out during the monsoons. I think people assume that means we're dry. Oh, the, the air's dry. Oh, I we see. still sweat still like hogs. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. ass crack is still oh, a field, and nice. it's disgusting. Yeah, that's, that's a nice, sweet. nice reference yeah, to yeah. leave you on, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Steve Monvi at Stand Up Live four eight zero seven one nine sixty one hundred Stand Up Live dot com uh, and at Asif. Two A's, correct? Yeah, Asif. Yeah. It's Asif. I keep saying Asif. Well, saying very Asif, white. Which is, you, it is a white thing to do. I said um, it earlier this morning. I said, I guarantee you, I'm going to get corrected on how to say yeah, yeah. at least I, twice. I was, I, was, I was letting you say it four Asif. times before I corrected well, you. I like it, Asif, hey, better. Was, you like Asif I like, better. I like Asif Just go with Steve. Steve's good. Steve's good, right? Steve Monby. He'll be at uh, Stand Up Live tonight. <laughs> I was letting Esteban. it go because I was just effing the yeah. chicken. Watching Asif. Him yeah, I don't care. See, here's the difference, though. I'd be the guy like, so? So? So what? He should have a more normal name right right i think i came off great yeah, you want to live here you get a better name uh and uh leave us with words of wisdom sir please tell us tell the world what you think should happen next what should happen next? what should happen in next? the world just in your world i think just roll with it really roll with it I'm because with it's uh you know just stay Stop true to so, yourself uh, what am i, I gonna it. say i'm just gonna read platitudes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> live life live i like life that to the though. fullest Stop. Stop sweating Hang a little stuff. Hang in there, stuff. baby. Yeah, that's a good. That's pick, good advice. Pick your battles yeah. and then and then fight them hard. Oh wow! You know, Jeez, pick your battles. Got, that got terroristic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got a little. I got a little nervous. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Pick your battles. Pick your battles. You and know, then fight not, for your life. And then fight for it. You <laughs> okay. Fight for what you believe in. Yeah, you know? I like that. Yeah. I'm unless, unless for unless what you believe is insane, it's racism is crazy and racist. <laughs> And Islamophobic and all of that. What then if, don't fight for it so much. What if the only guy that this is that, the yeah, you know, Let's take this back. Let's, okay, let me. Let I'm me not paying this. for let this speaker anymore. Wait a minute. 
I would be the worst motivational speaker. Fight for what you believe in. Unless what you believe in is insane <laughs> and you are <laughs> like no. a Charles Manson type. And decimate then... <laughs> everything. What if the only guy that then Unless permeated? you're ISIS, then yeah. don't fight for what you believe in. You just in. got a whole group of guys who are like, I told you, we yeah. must fight for this. <laughs> they just they go out. He said. <laughs> All right, you yeah. can't do that. I can't do that. You can't do Trump was okay. You can do that Trump accent. Because you got the right coloring yeah. for that. I can only do white guys <laughs> now? Damn only it, the whole career is over. It's over. Oh, yeah. It's not working. Damn it. I didn't mean that they were, you know, no, it's no, just no, a guy I... who was being shaken. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now your name is Asif again. Oh. Uh, Asif Mondi. No, Asif Mondi. Asif uh, Mondi. Live. Yeah. Stand up live today. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Thank there you, there you go. man. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you guys. Awesome. Thanks so much. It's 853. It's 98. It's one of those weird moments where you've watched somebody on TV for a while and you've been around them. Uh, through, you know, your television screen. That fourth wall comes down. You're worried they're going to not live up to Asif Manvi did. Like, he was he was as cool as you wanted him to be from The Daily Show and stuff. And it, it, he was always that he was always great because he got to talk to middle America a lot. And those were my favorite ones. So he was great. So uh, go over to the Stand Up Live and check that out. Dale, you're not going anywhere yet. You're not going to come in here with that nonsense. Oh, what, Dale look at this Hellister, guy running you, away. You've, never run, you've never run for a fight in your life except Chicken. for against the 49ers in 93. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. What? What did you think of last night's game and the new rules in the NFL? Uh, I, I can't stand the new rules. It's terrible. I, what, explain it to me. I don't well, even know what it is. The, the number one thing is it's if, if the referees cannot explain it to the players. Not a rule yet. Th then you've got to take the rule totally out. Totally agree. To, if, if I can't sit here and tell you, if you put your head in this position, it's 15 yards. Right. You do this. It's not. Even Terry McCauley, is that his name? Yeah. The former ref was up yeah. in the booth, and he said, I think they just told him to throw flags, and we'll, we'll sort it out later. Right. Because none of the guys really knew what was going on. One, one uh, Ravens player at the end of the game was trying to make a tackle, and like he dropped it, and then when he realized what he was doing, he lifted his head real fast. People are going to break their necks more worrying on, about real this. Real quick, did you say at the end of the game? Yeah, I, did I, was, you watch? I didn't watch the whole thing. I, oh. I clicked back in. I'm like, is this thing still on? And then okay. I was watching. They threw a flag. And all I saw was the replay. But the dude went to tackle. He dropped down, and they looked straight up and started to stand up because he's like, oh, the running back's dropping too. Right. But, I, but, I'm but I've never understood is, is at the end of the day, your defender, you have a small target area, and, and the runner, the receiver, whoever yeah. has the ball, when they're coming out to make impact, they are going to lower themselves. Yeah, they have to. And so if I have my target as your sternum, and then you bend over at the last second, people don't understand, you're watching on TV. In okay? slow-mo. These guys are... Moving. Fast yep. and strong. And so I, I, I think it's going to be something to where, number one, understand this. The NFL just wants you talking about them. Uh, they don't true. care if it's good or bad. That's, that's the Jerry Jones uh, I don't know. in the NFL. Uh, I think in this case he's right. Thing, that that kind of turned Well, on. the anthem thing's no, different. No, this I the, agree with. The ratings, everything was up last year, yeah. though. Their revenues were up last year. That's what people don't understand. The ratings were up? I, I thought the ratings down. might be down, yeah. but TV ratings are down across the board because there's true. so many other things you can do podcast in fact what they i did read that that is true it's a wow dale just came up with a really smart thing there for a second we all have to i have to explain it but that is true because with all the platforms they said the ratings didn't drop as much as the rest exactly. of television you it can just watch dropped. it on so many different but yeah yes. it was like down in ratings numbers but, but everything else dropped a lot more exactly so, and yeah. so and jerry jones when he bought the dallas cowboys he said i don't care if you're talking good about us if you're talking bad about us as long as you're talking about diamondback us. sent out a letter about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. Said the exact same thing. Right. Said we were doing, end of the season. Yeah, it was a Colangelo thing. He said yeah. at the end of the season, I know you guys had bad things to say. You may not like us, but you're talking about us, and that's all we care about. We thank you. Right. And that was, a, I, was I really appreciated that when I, I remember reading that on the air, going, "Wow, this is 
because we bashed them pretty good. I think they had a bad year that year, and we were knocking them around pretty good for bad ownership, bad management, whatever. Right. Sons are the opposite. Right. Sarver doesn't want anybody talking about him at no. all. And again, if you're going to have thin skin, then, then just be a banker and yeah. don't, don't own a professional now, sports Speaking team. of thin skin. Yes. You and Brady golfed on you, Wednesday. You've noticed I've lost a little bit How much have you lost? Yeah. You're on the iron. I'm going much? in today. Okay, we I'm find going out. going in today. All right. My I'll guess my is uh, four. You four? think four? Yeah, four pounds. <laughs> I got because you cheated. You, didn't, you cheated eight. the system. I bet you eight pounds. You think you're, you're not very? You, should be about eighteen. It should be with my body. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, but you're yep. telling me I cheated the system. Uh, you cheated so. the system, so I'm going to yeah. give you four because I want to embarrass you publicly. <laughs> so you wait, try wait. a little harder. You just started this thing. You already cheated. You cheated the first day. You had I'm like, did you do anything? You just said, well, I had eighteen beers yesterday. I'm like, Dale, <laughs> you can't, do you that. can't have any you beer on the thing. So, and did you drink with Brady on the golf course? You did. We had an ultra. Four pounds. That's not That's like flavored water. You're not supposed to have any of it. Oh, my God. Carbonation. Come on. I'm man. wasting away. Four. Jeez. Four pounds. Strong I'll... wind's going to knock me over. <laughs> it's got to be a hell of a wind. You're standing in Buckeye last night. Uh, so you and Brady golfed, and you come in here yeah. going, I thought you'd be bragging. Brady beat you. Yes. And the two of you go on like you had this massive, you know, contentious oh, battle. Yeah. It was huge. out. It was for the grand sum of. One American saw buck, ten dollars. You two were marching around here like the Rockefellers, you know, played some Middle Eastern sheik. Yeah, somebody mentioned gambling. I'm thinking, all right, all right. former NFL player, yeah. number one morning show in the valley. Yeah. We got some money restaurant tour. He's just restaurant tour yeah. entrepreneur. Bucks. Okay, now John, now John, you have to tell your listeners. You, you have to tell your listeners. You were there. You yes. were a witness to the last time Brady and I had golfed. Was that the last time you guys played together? That we, Pretty much. And I played together. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. And like 10, 11 years ago. And there was a little more than $10 on the line, correct? Yeah. There was a few hundred dollars on the line. Yes. That's because yeah. I was there. And do you remember the reaction from your yes. good buddy Brady? He lost his mind and tried to hit you with a golf club. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I do He's remember. He's not good right. at losing money. That is true. All right. Well, and so we stopped golfing for 10 years. So I said, let's slowly let's work our way so back up. Who brought up the money? Who, yeah. who brought it up? Want to make this interesting? You want to play? for a little something and and then he sure. suggested the dollar yeah a few dollar two dollar two dollar like, all right oh i'm good with that God. dale at the end of the things like just call me lynn manuel miranda because i got a ham open <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go again don't let and, him and get now away we with won't that golf dale. again it so won't be it was, 11 years it was a dollar for every year you guys stop golfing together just yeah about. yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good game jesus that's, christ and he was that much better than you he, he kicked your ass. Took me over I had a better back right. You could have got your money back right there, yeah. man. Yeah. What are you doing? What do you mean? Oh, no. Could have gotten the 10 uh, years hey. ago plus interest. Yeah. Again, I, uh, that's, not, that's not my golf game. Every time we play, we never bet. So you're saying yeah, when no. the money was... I mean, we could have. We could have. I, yeah, I would have done it. I just, you know. So I wait, know you don't like yeah. to, but or Did still. you just yeah. say if the money was on the line, you would have choked? Oh, probably. That's not your golf game? Yeah. No yeah. kidding? No, no. I just I don't bet every time I play golf. Yeah. I'm working on the game a lot more than I am because right now, yeah, I mean, yeah. it all depends on who you're playing with. So you've played with Dale in a long time. Last time yeah, you lost it was a, fun. It was a mountain good. of money good time. to him. Yeah, so we wanted to be Back able to on. do it again right. within 10 years. So your intent is to lure Brady into your web and then get him started. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Right. He's got well it. Done. Well done. Good well, job, and then I'll reintroduce the snake game. Yeah. That's smart. Respect. He's just... He's just he grifted yeah. you. Hey, he really kicked my ass to hear him come in here. Uh, and look, and I'm surprised you weren't I'm, bragging. I'm, I'm falling for it. How much was it? Maybe it'll get bigger again. Ten American dollars? Brady, you wow. got to get that money back. Yeah. 
Are you going to entertain us, Braden? Yeah, in a minute. I was golfer of the day, too. Oh, that's right. I walk in. They have the golfer of the day, Brady Bogan. I'm like, he is a big deal. Yeah, they draw randomly, whoever's on the list. (laughs) Golfer of the day. Brady happened to call up and tell people, I'm Brady from the morning cop. I'm going to pop in with a couple of superstar celebrities. And they're like, we'll make you golf for this. So Brady didn't even have to pay for his golf. No golf. Didn't have to pay for beer, one money. Superstar celebrities. He brought his Australian friend. Yeah, well, Dale's his superstar. He said, three rings. He didn't say no. (laughs) What do you think of this, Dale, before you go? Your uh, your buddy Troy Aikman has been uh, throwing this out a few times, and I believe him to be right. Okay. Uh, Limit the pads in the NFL. Oh, that's been brought Living up. No, no, but Troy's, Troy's, the, Troy's the biggest name that's ever said it. People have brought it up, but Troy has brought Lighter it up pads, for years. So you're not throwing your body Troy's it brought it up much. for years, like, get rid of the helmets, and you're going to see a whole yeah. lot less. No, uh, you, tell you what, rugby it, tackling. And Troy yeah. said this about 15 years ago when yeah. all this started coming up. Take the face masks off. Yeah. Take the face masks off. Everybody is concerned more about how they look. Even yeah. if you're ugly like you are, you're concerned <laughs> about your face. You're not going to stick your head in there. But you right. know as well as I do, there'll be blood everywhere. That's fine. Yeah, so, but isn't that good? No. Well, well in rugby, they have, nowadays, they have a third of the issues with head issues. Yeah. A third of the issues in rugby in, in Australia and stuff with the head issues. And Australian rules football the same. Because those guys make smart business decisions yes. when a giant runs at them. And they're like, I'm not going to hit this guy with my face. I'm going to take my shoulder right. or whatever. I'm, I'm gonna, and they form tackle right. a lot better there. Or they miss. And they're right. teaching that technique right. more and more. But see, well, the, the other thing is you have these training camp practices to where you don't practice tackling. Right. Because you, you're so afraid of people getting hurt. Right. And you think so that's part it's, of the like NFL? A, it's like a, a vicious circle. But do you think it's their plan, though, to make the score 65 to 50 in the fantasy football, which they're making a fortune off of quietly on the side, becomes even bigger and bigger and more exciting? I think they love 35-31 games. Yeah. I think fans do. I mean, fans, I just know. like baseball, fans don't want to see a one nothing game, even Real though it's a greatly pitched do. game. Yeah. They don't want to see 6-3 good defense. Uh, yeah. You do. You th- I think we'll have six, a lot three? more people on the offensive side. I'd rather than yeah, than I you know. love the, the Bears defense. Ronnie Lott yeah. hitting what people we across the middle. I mean, the come Steelers, on. the Bears. Maybe not 6-3, but I'll yeah. take in the 13, teams. 13-10, 16-13. Yeah. Those, Those were the games fun. I liked. But 21. I think you guys are hardcore football fans. Yeah, yeah but that's who you're going to lose if they keep this up. Well, uh, they, you're, we're not. They're not losing you. They, you know and what? They're not, they're not far you. off. They're, yeah. they're really you watched not, a preseason game. I didn't watch the whole night. thing. I checked in for what Ray Lewis's crazy ass was going to say, and then I checked back in later to see if it was still on. I didn't really watch much. And of I, I think there is some to the hardcore guys as much as they, uh, you know, the bitching and all that about it. They stick with it. That's well, the stick thing. with it because it's and a, the it's people. A it's like you want the tickets to go down look don't attend the game let me tell you this if baseball and basketball are any indicator hardcore fans go away tell me this what do you what would you do on a sunday if you didn't watch football in the fall antiquing apple (laughs) orchard (laughs) exactly i'd find something to do do. i want to be entertained i do too and i'm not being entertained by this oh you want brady i thought you were going to say something funny for for once (laughs) dale hellister have a great weekend three-time world champion courtesy of the dallas cowboys Zero-time world champion. Maybe you'll get a shot at the title next week. Yeah. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. $10 title. Right. Can we at least go up to five? Yeah. Ooh. 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 Maybe you guys Crazy. bring $20. Yeah, you're right. Let's <laughs> start playing for these guys. Ooh. You don't have to play for us. I just think it's, you know, I don't want to. money bag. Just right, stop Eric, being hey, a bunch here. of pussies. Listen, here's the thing. I'm with Eric on this one. It's not even about the money bags. It's about you two, walk, you two walking around bragging. It's about our relationship. He took me over his knee and spanked me. I thought, oh, man, there was some money wow. on the line. It was Ooh, $10. It's, it's almost like gay guys talking about their first kiss. Bone there's, each other or shut up. There's no pressure if you guys are just playing. Oh, right. we're competitive. Right. Yeah, exactly. put some money on the line. Then yeah. you get a little pressure. That's what I'm talking about. Here comes Dale. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm with Eric on this one. How silly is John? You guys have played golf. And you yeah. said he doesn't bet. Yeah, I bet. We, I'll bet we all day. Around. I know he hates it. And we didn't. Okay, that's so why, that's why you don't think I that. know that? John. Yeah. I told you I wanted to golf with he him brought again. Up the, he brought up the money, you said. So it was like, all right. Tiger and Phil are playing for $10 million. $10 million. Which, uh, none of it's theirs. Yeah, that's yeah. a problem. I tell you what. <laughs> you each put up $100, and we'll go play for it. What? dumb. Yeah, you put a hundred. You put a, you? you can watch. Why would I want to watch you two play golf? There's because good golfers on TV. Glorious swings. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that what those are called? Uh, the form. The I call form it. I thought they're called glory hole swings. That's it. A hundred and a hundred. You and I play winner take all. Yeah. I mean, why would we look put the money you. up for yeah. your swings? Well, why is somebody yeah, paying ten million dollars for Tiger and Phil to play? Because people will watch it on television. Why? Why don't each of them put up five million dollars? Why would they do that? When when sponsors will do it, and they'll make more in the they end. They should. It would be more fun. Basically, if they would, said that, but they'll just get their money back. Basically, why from should we bet a hundred dollars on our golf game when we were fine with ten? Because you're not confident, and you're walking around <laughs> bragging like a couple of ladies who just split an iced tea. All right, goodbye. <laughs> I bought Gladys's iced tea the other day. She never paid me back. It's a dollar twenty-nine. I'll never see again. There's zero pressure with ten dollars yeah. on the line. Who cares if you win or lose? Yeah. That was fun. You're my friend. Yuck! Why don't you just go out and do a puppet show? <laughs> money might go up as we get on. Yeah, you know, right. more money, yeah. the more pressure. Right. Kind of like right. when you got into the uh, fantasy football. You, yeah. you didn't go for real money. Right. At I had first. to talk you into that. Yeah. I had to talk. Just stop playing. Thank this God you did. Movie. Exactly. You've been winning, and you're I've like, I've been you know, there and done right. that. Yeah. I've played with money on the yeah. line. You're in your fifties, Brady. You nearly kill I enjoy. You nearly killed the guy when you lost. <laughs> you don't like the losing part. That right. Especially when you have one of your better rounds of the day, and you got to throw a club at the giant that beat you by one. No club. That was a club throw. That was great. They'll never forget. But Brady it. missed a putt, wasn't it? Didn't you say yeah, Brady missed a putt? My only three yeah, putt of the day. Of the, the money. The 18th money hole. got you. All of it. Yeah. The pressure was on. <laughs> I'm going to hit this putt with a little boy. <laughs> Whereas if we were playing for score or something, it would have yeah, been different. You, you, but we weren't. And then you got right Dale in the back one. Oh, it's all a four-footer knee knocker, Brady. <laughs> I got these old women knocking these down all. God dang it! You know the other sassafrasin fudge. Like and the where best cussing I've ever heard in my life. I played that course two weeks ago. Yeah. I hadn't been back to that course. Since oh man, it's like going back to Vietnam. If you were it there. was, yeah. I went back to Nam and yeah. I survived. I don't know how you, how you did it. It's like they renamed a, it. Like taking Elizabeth Smart back up to the mountain. Oh, exactly. <laughs> all right, We've got the entertainment drill coming up next. It's ninety-eight. Right there, barking at the moon. It is uh, 9.30 on the dot, and time now for Brady to entertain us all. Please, Brady, entertain me. Probably, I'm sorry. Brought to you by Prestige Billiards. Uh, break your balls. Don't break the bank. PrestigeBilliardsAZ.com. Tell Kevin KUPD sent you, and he'll give you a kiss. Charlie Sheen's trying to reduce his child support payments because he claims he can't afford them anymore. He says he's down to his last $10 million. Yeah, pays- aren't we all? He pays 20000 a month to Denise Richards for their daughters, Sam and Lola, and $55,000 a month to Brooke Euler for the two twins. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, well, you know, you made your own bed, I say. And then you got AIDS in it. He's got some, uh, <laughs> he owes some lawyers, some money. That uh, $1.8 million per episode went away pretty quick. I don't think he's been overly responsible with everything in his life, Brady. I think fairly That's predictable. Back when he's winning. And I also think maybe that when he got the diagnosis, he starts spending a little more. You know, you get a little liquid with your water. I don't think he starts. I don't think you're saving as vigorously as you were when somebody tells you you may have the 
a bad illness. Someone noticed that the EA Sports is censoring Colin Kaepernick's name from the rap song the Madden 19. EA apologized. Could actually become a problem for the NFL. Oh, God, because it could sakes. help prove that the league is collusion. Yep, the Russians are in on it. Again, I just want my sports to be the escape. I don't need them to be at all political. But the NFL screwed it up so bad. That I don't want to. I'm not going to get involved. I'm not. I'm not getting outraged because they. That's what exactly what I feel like everybody wants you to do. They're making the monkeys dance, and we're dancing. You got to be like Cutler. Don't, don't care. care. Cutler was right. It, you know, I, I I've come around on that in the last year. Bill Belichick's been right the whole time. As much as we've hated him, what a jerk! What an arrogant prick! He doesn't even talk to people. He's been right. 100% across the board. And then Cutler and that thing, what a jerk. The guy that a fan tells him he doesn't even, then he gives him the big don't care. Cutler was right. <laughs> Hashtag Cutler was right. Don't care. <laughs> Everybody needs to Cutler up a little bit. Oh, the world would be so much better. Hashtag Cutlery. Yeah, it would be. It would be a much better place for like, you know, did you hear about that Trump thing? You know, don't care. I'm going to start doing that to, yeah, people. to people. Yeah, just Cutler him. That guy just cutlered me right in front of my wife. I'll do it on social media, too. Oh, it'd yeah. be fun on social media. Yeah. It's just a caps. Don't <laughs> care. And then a picture of Jay smoking. <laughs> Old smoking Jay Cutler needs to be all of our attitudes. I wonder if there's any new pictures. Uh, yeah. Have you seen him on, uh, yeah, on the, the, the Cavalry thing? He's actually kind he's of hilarious. Because he's, he's got that don't care face all the time. He's got resting funny. apathy face, which yeah. I've never seen in my life. But he is... He's the best part of that thing, by far. Because everything else is like, I just don't understand why my friends aren't coming to my birthday party. The only thing that'll solve this is who can catch more quarters off their elbow. Like these terribly set up, awful ways to solve problems that are so reality fake. Jay Cutler comes in and just puts a real dose of realism in because he's got to deliver a line. Comes in and goes, Kristen, where's the car keys? (laughs) Jay, we're always losing car keys. The only way to solve this is a potato sack race with the neighbors. Not doing that. <laughs> Where are the car keys? Yeah, he's just, it's, he just does not care. But then occasionally he delivers a line. You're like, man, good zinger. And Jay leaves the room. It's almost like a play. He just walks through, straights everybody with language, and then leaves. Fox has a new game show in the works called Spin the Wheel, where you could conceivably win $20 million every night. Just for spinning things. Justin Timberlake is a co-creator. Hmm. You and Dale might win ten bucks and go through the ceiling. Dak Shepard will be the host. I'm out. They've got another show called The Masked Singer, where celebrities sing in the disguise. And you try to guess who it is. Game show another game show called Mental Samurai, which is described as an obstacle course for the mind. The Masked Singer's too hard nowadays because there's so many, uh, like, celebrities you've not heard of. You know what I mean? Like, That'll they be- can fool you constantly with YouTube people or, you know, like, what's a celebrity? They're going to wear elaborate costumes. Sure, but what's a celebrity? Like, because every time you go down the birthday list of celebrities, I recognize two people. Like, most of them are, oh, he's a YouTuber. Yeah, he's a YouTuber. I have no idea what that is. Evidently, it looks like it's celebrities all the way around because the people guessing will, are also oh, yeah, the celebrity panel. That way they don't have to pay anybody anything other than the price of being on the show. Mental, Mental Samurai is hosted by Rob Lowe. Nick Cannon will do the Masked Singer. What's Mental Samurai? It's a show, an uh, obstacle course for the mind. Oh. 
Then you fight a Japanese guy? Rob Lowe. No. Oh. Commit seppuku if you lose. <laughs> yep. Yes. Oh, I haven't been a stupid one. Seppuku! I guess Jack Osborne took a swing at one of his friends. His ex-wife's ex-wife new boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know if I have that on the show. He's not, he's not divorced from her all the way yet. And uh, evidently Jack got fed up with something was going on, and he went and uh, took a swing at his ex-wife's new guy, his soon-to-be ex-wife's new guy. Daddy. I had to drive him over. It was, it was an absolute unbelievable. It was just, Jack, let's get in and out and get a, get a couple of burgers and some maybe maybe some adult taco. And he said, put it over. I know that guy. And I pulled over, and Jack beat the living crap out of the guy. I didn't think it was the right thing to do. I was entertained, though. The uh, Seattle Mariners are hosting Alice in Chains Night at Safeco Field on August 20th. They're selling packages that include a pregame listening party for the band's new album and a copy of the album in a T-shirt. Road trip, Toledo. There you go. I'd rather do the Pearl Jam show that's uh, next week. Where is it? Safeco, Safeco Field. Field. Oh, Safeco. One of the reasons Perry Farrell named his music festival Lollapalooza I never knew this, but it because he heard it in a Three Stooges episode. That's a real Lollapalooza. Let's do it. Let's call it that. Yeah, it's probably Mo it. talking about a big mess they're in. Did you define the episode? It was Mo. Yep. It's another great moment in those. Everybody, you got to just kind of grasp my love of Groucho Marx to understand why I think he's so funny. But there was another episode I was watching last night of uh, You Bet Your you Life. Bet your life. This lady goes on and she goes, well, Groucho, I am a dog. I raise dogs. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's great. He doesn't care about anybody. He's just looking away. And she goes, I have two Rhodesian Ridgebacks. He goes, keep your mouth shut. No one will know. <laughs> and I just, I was done. 20 minutes, I'm like, he didn't care. And what is a Rhodesian Ridgeback? She goes, they, they're they, um, lion dogs. I'm a lion dog. Is it going to hurt me? <laughs> that's great. He's the best. There's nothing better than his delivery on everybody. And everybody's just being dismissed and laughing hysterically. What do you tip the scales at? 250 pounds plus. What, 250 plus another 250? Let's get on with the game. Nobody got mad. Uh, it's 938. Uh, we got the Guadalupe Squares coming up. It's Friday, isn't it? 585-9800 is the phone number. What are they playing for, Johnny? I don't know, John. No, all right. Oh, uh, Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie. That would have been a great yes. moment on one of the... the I, <laughs> so, don't I don't know. Oh, tell them what they're playing for, Johnny. I don't know. Bob? Back to you. <laughs> All right. You're playing for something we don't know yet. We haven't commandeered a prize. Manson and zombie tickets are on the line. If you want to play the Guadalupe Squares, we need a woman, we need a man, and then we will play. It's coming up next. It's 98 KUPD. 98 KUPD. It's Papa Roach right there. Leader of Broken Hearts. It's 948 in the morning sickness. And time now for us to uh, close her up. Friday, crying out loud. That means it's time for your Guadalupe Square. On the line today, Manson and Zombie tickets right around the corner on the 26th of this very August. And you can get them if you win the squares. Here's how you play. It's just like the Hollywood Squares, only completely different. Here's your host, Mr. Creepy Bergeron. Creepy. Thank you, Johnny. Starting in the top left corner. He's very happy for Kane. It's President Trump. That's right. Eventually, every Hall of Fame wrestler, whether they're in the Hall of Fame or not, We'll be leading your town, county, city, or state, and president. I'm a Hall of Famer. That's how the takeover begins. That's exactly right. It is the WWE takeover. 
We're laying the smack down, starting with the highest office and working our way down. That's the most amazing part of it all. Jesse Ventura tried a little early. He got involved, realized that he was kind of the rooster. He got out in front, said, yes, it can be done. Now I'm the president of the United States, WWF, WWE Hall of Famer, Kane. Now the mayor of Knox County, oh, Tennessee. He'd make a it's great happening. vice president. He that's could right. be your heavy if you ever needed him. Beat that's somebody right. down. And that's why I'm throwing all my weight, and I mean all of it, behind the new senator, 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 the guy's going to be senator, senatorial candidate of Texas, Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle? Hornswoggle will be placed by me as a new senator in Texas. Vote Hornswoggle. I think Man, that's a great idea. Are, the posters are going to look great. Posters are going to be amazing. Vote Hornswoggle. Everyone will be like, what's a Hornswoggle? And when you see it, if you don't vote for them, you're a bigot. And that's a world the Democrats have created. You're a bigot if you don't like the Hornswoggle. And the things he's going to be able to do with those magic powers. Unbelievable. Who wouldn't want a leprechaun to be in charge of something in their area? You don't like it? The leprechaun will magically fix it. Besides, you're a bigot or a racist if you don't vote in a midge. You've got to get a midge involved. Or you're just one of those people who's... Li- can't look. say that. By the way, if you don't vote midge? for the midge in 2018, and only, he's only going to run from now until November, but if you don't vote for the midge, you're basically a bigot. It's 2018. Midges have rights. Just because God gave them crappy skeletons and the inability to be human, oh, it doesn't mean on. they can't run your county state, and in this case, be the senator of Texas. Vote Hornswoggle. Todd Middle Square, it's his birthday, he's 57 this weekend, President Obama. Uh, I have to say, <laughs> you're down? That it would have been a tough race back in uh, 08 and even in 12 if I had to run against a midge. <laughs> you can't say that. America's uh, affinity for white men would have been really thrown a curveball uh, if there was a midge man. Well, McCain's not a big guy. He's not big, but he's not a midge. <laughs> Yeah, normal hands and an, well, his arms are a little, a little off. Uh, but until you see his head is proportionate, then you realize, not a midge. Uh, it's a fun game we play uh, sometimes uh, around Congress. Uh, Walk around and say, midge, not a midge. <laughs> midge. Uh, but, yeah, I would have probably lost in uh, 2012 had you thrown a midge at me. Uh, so I'll back up uh, the president in this case uh, and say, vote Hornswoggle. Wow. You guys are on the same page. This is... Everybody loves the Midge. Not the Miz, the Midge. The, mi- uh, the Midge. Yeah. As in midgets or dwarfs or little use- useless ones. <laughs> I'm right, Square. Uh, we got another birthdays. He was 71 this week. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Think about back. what's happening in these squares right here. Yeah, a little crazy. Right? Got the, the president who used to be a WWE wrestler. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. Then he was the host of The Apprentice. Then, of course, another president who was black. And then me, as governor of California, this is where America is going. Vote Hornswoggle. What a birthday week. I'm telling you right now, this is the greatest week of my life. Turned 71. I had sex with two maids. Bertie, can I squat it? And Conan has still not gone through puberty, even though he's probably 20 by now. I don't know what's wrong with you. Two maids? There were more? I banged a lot of maids this week wow. for my birthday. That's what people get me. They used to get me weightlifting equipment or, you know, things for my hammer. But now they realize my true passion and love and gifts is getting Guatemalan maids thrown onto my junk. It's your fetish. Yeah. What I like more than anything is the taste of maid labia. 
I call it Maidlia. Do they clean while you... Uh... Oh, they clean the pipes. Oh, okay. Everything is uh, spotless at the end. My belly, my chest. That's nice. They bring me a nice hot towel, and then they go about their business and clean the other rooms in the hotel. All right, moving on. The middle left square. It's a Hall of Famer. Ray Lewis. No. I'm telling you. I'm going to give a speech on something. Do you have to? Well, Saturday. I'm not sure when. Okay. I'm not doing both. It's going to be the most epic speech of all time. Better than Dion? Dion Sanders. Is not. You ain't going to remember him. In fact, after I'm done with my speech, they're going to take Dion out of the Hall of Fame. So you're not doing it for your mama? I'm not. Do, I'm doing it for Dion's mama. Oh, okay. Man, I'm giving a speech. Him. Everybody loves Dion's mama. I'm going to do this for Dion's mama. They ain't nobody give a speech like Ray Lewis. In fact, after my Hall of Fame speech, they're going to put me in the Hall of Fame. Then they're going to put me in the Hall of Fame of speeches. They're going to open a whole new Hall of Fame wow, for speech giving. It's going to be about me when I did things. How, how long is your speech going to be? Right now, my speech clocks in at nine days. Nine days? I'm going to try to whittle that down to eight. Oh it starts at noon on Saturday. And they're going to televise a few hours of it. Then we're going to take a break. Jerry Kramer's going to die. He's not going to make it. Uh-oh. Here we oh. go. Uh, it's all through a telephone. <laughs> Somebody from far, far away is playing my music. That's all right. My speech is going to be epic. Want to hear the beginning of it? No, no, not really. The day I came out of my mother, I tackled the doctor, and he said, this kid's a pro. They put me in pads. I was drafted the next day You're... as an infant, as a newborn child. <laughs> that's impossible. It was not Im That's what everybody thinks. But, Eric, part of my speech is to let people know nothing's impossible. Even a brand-new baby still with attachments to the umbilical cord into the placenta can play linebacker in the NFL if he believes in himself. You, you have to drag around your mama. I did. <laughs> for, for the first four years of my career, you might notice that there's a woman on a string behind me at all times while I made 165 solo tackles. Oh my God. I was doing it, dragging my mother behind because my umbilical cord was still, in fact, I hadn't been born yet. I was Amazing. still I was still receiving food through the cord into my stomach. That's a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Right? That's why I'm in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because somebody said, you know what, Ray? you just been born. There's no way you can play in the NFL. And I said, that's not true because I was already talking. Can't wait to hear the rest of it. I will murder my speech. Oh, don't do that. We don't want that. Then I had to cut the cord, and they said that. They said, Ray, in order for you to even be better, you got to stop dragging that big black lady around. I said, why? It's my mother. Made We're your legs out, strong, though, Ray. Run out of time, Ray. we gotta got to move on. I'll get more. Than that. that speech is just the first part. Okay. Wonderful. We're going to kill it. Then I tell you about how I was playing linebacker in college at the U. While I was still sperming my father's all ball sack. All right, all right. Middle square. He's the weekend pimp. Brady yeah. Bogan in the middle. I got that kid off my flow, and I'm going to let it flow, baby. This is going to be good stuff. Yeah, you finally got oh, the kid out. Kid's off the floor, and I got my bottom bitch to myself for the first time in a long while. What's the plan, Brady? You got a plan? I'm going to throw her ass down. Yeah? I'm going to spit in the palm of my hand. I'm going to wash my hands, because that's gross. Okay. Then I'm going to ask her, rather unpolitely, if I can have some of that honey ho. But Winnie the Pooh comes out this weekend. And we're going to go watch Christopher Robin. And I'm going to show her really what I want that, for a honey hole. That's not romantic, really. Oh, bother.
You're not going to do anything with barbecue sauce. This ticker's going to bounce. Better right square. He loves the uh, baseball tweets. It's Ben oh, Scully. Oh, my. What a week of tweets we had in a major league. So many racists playing the game. And who knew how retroactive it was watching last night as the Chicago Cubs took on the San Diego Padres. And just flattery everywhere on Twitter unless your third baseman, David Bote. Who says if he sees one more Colombian here, he's going to shove cocaine up their ass and send them on their way back himself. He Hashtag did not say that. clean America. That's a lie, Ben. You're making stuff It's up. not a lie. It's the truth. Cameron Mabin was traded this week. His mother used to work at an airport. 13 hours a day gave birth to Cameron in the bathroom and continued her work shift. Wow. You'd think he'd be more grateful to people, but he's not. Cameron Mabin tweeted this weekend, says, One more bitch, don't sex this man up, and they's going to be trouble. Hashtag Cameron's hard again. He did not say Two that. and one to Mabin. Oh All my. these tweets in baseball, they go so deep. On the left, it's Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint, Brady. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Eric. What the? Oh. Hey, John. It's, it's Morgana. <laughs> I think it's Morgana. I'm 41 years old. Nope. No. The... Starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Oh. Why is it kiss? Oh. Yeah, we're not related. Those were too quick. Yeah, we're not related. <laughs> Bottom middle square. We got another birthday. He's 92 years young. Tony Bennett hey, still alive. I kiss you, Tom. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love my heart in Tom Brady's house. Where are you, Tony? I don't know. That's the best thing about being 92. You don't know where you are, and you stop caring. I just my pants. <laughs> shiggy. I'm going to shiggy all the way to do, Celebrity Theater this weekend. You do the shiggy? I have to. I fall out of the car almost every trip. <laughs> it's great. Bottle of champagne for you. Thanks, Let's Tony. Shiggy. It's getting hot in here. So I took off my clothes. <laughs> Evidently, that's illegal. All it's right. great. Bottom right square, it's our boss, Trevor Eve, in the bottom right. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> Jeez, Brady's, Ian. Brady's Ian. Ian. Yeah, you get excited about me being in here. I understand it. Hey, Brady, I heard earlier this morning you and your kick-ass pals on that cool white guy bike ride you guys going. Yeah. I want to see the sunflower field. <laughs> All right. You got a sidecar? Because I'm not going to ride myself. I need a driver. Yeah. Yeah. I'll ride Brady's sidecar and tell him where to go for the beautiful vistas. And Brady's hard-ass BMW motorcycle gang of men over 50 and probably 70 more. Why would you do that? Couldn't you just get a limo or something? Yeah, but isn't as much fun as making Brady drive me around. Way better on a bike. Wind in my hair. Beautiful sun You don't have any hair, Trip. Yeah, I got some. As much as Brady. If he can say he's got hair, I can. Got a haircut yesterday. Yeah, it looks great. And the same. Did you pay for that? Big money. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was it more than you won golfing? <laughs> no. Man. Make feely bets bigger. <laughs> and he's a Jew. All right, we got uh, Shyla and Corey on that. Shyla, are you there? Shyla. Shyla. Hi. Hi. There she is. Uh-oh. <laughs> Corey, are you there? I am. All right, Shyla, pick a square. Go first. 
I picked, uh, can I pick the secret score? Sure. Who do you think it is, Shyla? Hi, Shyla. Hi, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady yes. is right. Shyla yeah. nails the first one. Well done. X gets the square. All right, Corey, you're up. Pick a square. Let's go with Brady Bogan. In the middle square. Weekend yeah. camp. Brady Bogan. Corey, you married? I am. When's the last time you got on top of that bottom bitch? Because I'm going to spend a whole weekend doing what I ain't done since 2012, fool player. 2012? Bust a nut. I'm going to bust a nut. Hells yeah. What if Kirby knocks on the door? Well, we got to let her in and let her sleep, and then it's all over. But 48 hours don't lie. Kirby's got himself a bedroom. Oh, man. Why are you Ronnie's talking like that? Because I'm a pimp player. Oh, okay. Give me some more lemonade. Turn tennis on. I got street cred. I'm a hoe. Don't you know? I'm a hoe. That's for sure. All right, here's your I question. I hope Ronnie's up for this because I've really got an excited penis. I like it. You're mixing it up. You've even got dressed up like a pimp. Yeah, so I'm pimped good. out. Nice. Got an orange jumper on just like my boys in Houdini. This is good. Have fun with it. Uh, here's your question, yeah. Brady. True or false? Coconut water can be used as ah, blood yeah. plasma. I love coconut water. Almost as much as I love rubbing my body down in coconut butter. Cocoa butter! That's what Ronnie's never smell like. Yeah? It lures me in, thinking that I'm about to climb inside a big cocoa butter trap. Oh, snap, I say. <laughs> all right, come on. Is that appropriate to no, say snap? it's not appropriate at all. Ronnie's going to get covered in coconut water. I know, that's what the question is. Coconut. And I'm going to be the provider of said water. <laughs> coconut water Hells can, yeah. can be used as blood plasma, true or false? Yeah, it can be used for work. You coconut saves lives. <laughs> All right. You can actually do some coconut, cocoa butter as blood. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. You can't? No. Uh, I'm here to take a nap. <laughs> I made a mistake. Are you saying true? I've used it as a lubricant. Coconut water can be used as blood plasma, true? Yeah. All right, he says true. Do you agree or disagree? Disagree. Shouldn't have done that. It is true. Uh, I told wow. you. I told you, fool. Shiloh, you can get I the sweep. sweep. Arnold Schwarzenegger, top right. <laughs> Yeah, Shyla. Arnold. Hi. Just do it. whatever she, she does. She chooses here. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, she does. We're running low on time. She's very slow to the uptake. I speak better English than you, and you're probably from here. <laughs> All right, Shyla. Be a good girl. Sit quietly and let the boys talk. Here's a question, Arnold. True or false? Gorillas burp when they are happy. I don't know about that. Shyla, are you a maid? Do you clean houses at all in your own home? Do you clean your apartment or your home yourself? <laughs> right. Wow. Totally. Shyla, when they told you you're on the spectrum, what part of it did they point to? <laughs> the middle or the far right? Shyla, do you know what the spectrum is? Because you've surpassed it. They've got a Shyla spectrum now. He's about to win, too. Anyway, yeah. I know. I think she's great doing about, something. Hey, Corey, you're about to get defeated by Shyla. She doesn't speak. She's a mute, artistic, and you're going to lose to her. That's pretty terrible. Shyla, you're doing great so far. Just keep laughing. You're hey, good. Shyla, when the time machine sent you to 2018 as a woman from the 1800s, you know you can talk now. Arnold, you're being mean. Why am I being mean? I I'm talking know. to a wall. <laughs> I'm going to build a Shyla around Mexico. True or false? Gorillas burp when they are happy. Come on. What you got, Arnold? You ever seen a gorilla burp? Actually, I have seen a gorilla burp. It's pretty great. You know, it was Roseanne Barr. 
Oh, Donald just started laughing over He's there. He's dying. <laughs> Look at him over there. It's the first time we've gotten along in a while. You are a genius. <laughs> Those were the greatest jokes I've ever heard in my life. That's right. Imagine her. You're around the house. There's a big swig of soda pop or something. Blah. Look at that gorilla over there. I said to Sue once, Conan does wouldn't remember. We were ever walking around and said, listen to that gorilla over there. Give him some of your water. Because we, we only drink uh, bubbly water. It's for rich people. Fizzy bubbly. Fizzy bubbly, we call it. And they gave it to the gorilla and he guzzled it and he burped. And then he laughed and said, Tuesdays on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's true. Gorillas can burp. They're so much like us. All right. He says true. Do you agree or disagree, Shyla? I have to agree. Yes. Oh, oh, she did it. Three to fuck? nothing, Corey. Three to nothing. Corey got his ass handed to him. I thought I would get chosen for sure. Sorry, Ray. You know about beatdowns. I, I do know about beatdowns. <laughs> and shooting people and stabbing folk. I ain't never been around it. I've never been around it. Made you a better man. I know about it. God forced those two hoodlums to get killed by me to make me a better man. Who else? You can't get better as a man until you've killed someone. Then don't kill no more. Automatically, that's a step in the right direction. Who else has been killed in your name? So many. (laughs) So many. You're like, Jesus? If I murder you, and don't murder the next day. I'm a better man than I was 24 hours ago, and that's a goal. It's an honor. Hard to argue that, isn't it? Circle of logic. Where's the suit, Ray? For four years, I played football, attached to my mother as an infant baby, <laughs> number 52. Sometimes they would call 12 men on the field, and I'm like, that ain't a man. Don't you talk about my mama like that. All in my speech this weekend, which I guarantee will make no f- sense for over 48 minutes. None of it. But yet you'll clap. At the combine, I was born. Fell out of my mother's girl penis. Ran the 40 and 4-3. Dragging my mother's birth body behind me. That is not true. What? Look it up. What? It's on the internet. Look it up where? Websites. No. It's a cartoon that was drawn of it because it was before cameras. I ran the 4-3-40, dragging my mama. I did a 42-inch vertical leap. Invented cameras. Invented what? Cameras. Because I'm like, somebody needs to see this. Ain't nobody invented a camera yet. (laughs) Man, you can ramble. Put my baby hands together. Made a camera. Man. Y'all with me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay with me Keep now. Keep going. But you Come can't on. finish your garage? Yeah. That was my garage. I got lost. <laughs> I think it was my garage. It was great having Ray over that weekend. That's right. I know whose garage that was. That's why I was yelling at it. I need to find a doorway out. I see you at the Hall of Fame speech. Ray Lewis for president, 2019. Oh, God. I'm running a year early. I'll be president before the election. It's smart. You can't be president if I already won that. Vote Hornswoggle. Man. Hornswoggle is just uh, dominating. It's, it's moving. That's a drinking game we can play. I'll come over to my house, we'll watch the Hall of Fame speeches. And then at the end of Ray's speech, 
will count how many times the panel says it was electrifying, it was moving. Any any sort of adjective that oh. we ha- we all draw an adjective. You got to drink a whole bottle of Goldschlager if your guy says it. Oh, wow. Goldschlager, yeah, That's whatever. Dangerous. You know, well, look, it's watching Ray Lewis. Goldschlager is going to be a dream come true. Man. Yeah, disgusting. Uh, it's ten oh nine. Larry McFeely's coming up next. Can't believe that that guy lost to Shiloh. Boy, she was named appropriately because you can't say Shiloh without shy. Not a peep. Very quiet. Uh, you guys have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday right here in the Morning Sickness. Hello! This is the Big Red Radio, 98K.